0: Ladies and gentlemen
1: Who are you?
0: I'm Captain America, motherfucker For this, this is a Fred Dylan Productions podcast Yes! <laughs>
2: oh, I yeah, thought I'm he's from the moon Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. yes, I was <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a
0: whiplash of gags <laughs> 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 Mike didn't have time to finish Before William moved on <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Michael. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm
3: here. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, thought, I thought full oh, Wait, no, wait. I know how to combine the two. I thought Fulia was on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Cue music. <laughs>
2: I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Dutch.
1: Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a
3: DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style?
2: Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway.
3: Hello, we're going to have company!
2: Loud noises! Hello! Hi! Hello! Hey! Oh!
0: Welcome to Fat Man Beyond. (laughs) Yeah,
2: we're very, very slowly. Yeah, we're very, very slowly turning into Fat Man on Batman, or (laughs) should I say Fat Man Beyond?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, we are because you just made the mistake that Kevin still makes. Um, Or are they? I'll
2: read the chat. See what's going on.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, or are they turning into us because they started doing their shows similar to us with in terms of discussion and everything. Yeah. It's literally their show and our show have kind of uh,
1: you know Yeah, but they go backwards.
0: Yeah, they do it in reverse order. We do <laughs> we, we do the Marvel show at the end, they do it at the start. Yeah. They do the news in the middle. And we yeah. But anyway it's fine. <laughs> It's how we wor- how we roll down under. Yeah. Um, hello everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia
1: And
2: I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Marvelista. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Hey, there it is. <laughs>
0: There he is. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred mm-hmm.
2: Yes, you are.
0: Yes, in case you haven't noticed yet, Fully is back. Yay. <laughs> How can you not? How can you not? How can you not? Uh, I hope um,
1: you didn't miss me too much. Oh, we missed you quite a bit. Quite a <laughs> well, bit. But we still
0: managed to talk for we <laughs> well we still managed <laughs> to talk for nearly three hours about you. So, oh, I'm not surprised. Um <laughs> It was good. It was good, but we're glad to have you back. Yeah. Um, so on that note, I may as well just throw in two weeks that were, and you've had a big couple of weeks for yeah. you. So give us, give us the highlights. Give us the, <laughs> the abridged version <laughs> of, uh, of your time away.
1: So uh, the week that I had was pretty much, you know, doing yoga and meditation, relaxing and just learning about myself pretty much is what I did for a whole week. And boy, did I learn a lot. Um, (laughs) So, but it's, yeah, it was, it was absolutely wonderful. It was, um, in the rural areas of New South Wales, Mm -hmm. um, lots of beach, lots of green, lots of forest, Mm. um, which was very tranquil. I really enjoyed that. Um, and it's, and for the, for the whole week, It was kind of like having a bit of a social media detox or a technology detox because I barely used it that week. Um, I Uh. only checked in to see what was happening in the evenings before I went to bed. Um, But even then, uh, I barely checked. So I'm like, I just checked my notifications and I was like, okay, that's done. All right. I'm I'm out for the night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah Like I even took my Switch with me That I didn't even play I'm like I I did not touch it I'm sorry I played it the first night when I got there For like about 20 minutes Okay And then that was it for the rest of the week
0: You heard it here first Ladies and gentlemen I know Foolish, I know. foolish Fuji <laughs> Went a week without her Switch
1: on purpose. On purpose, yeah, I know.
2: Not even <laughs> catching <laughs> bugs can be a substitute nah. for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, there was a lot of bug catching. <laughs> <laughs> but real ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but it was just it was just lovely to get in touch with nature mm-hmm. and just get some fresh air and and just not have to worry about everyday life. Mm-hmm. I think that was that's probably the main thing that I absolutely enjoyed, yeah, for that week, yeah, um, knowing that I don't have to be at a certain place at a certain time, um I mean there were things that I had to be at um at particular times, but it wasn't it wasn't a forced thing, it was a when you're ready thing oh, yeah, that's nice. yeah, um. So it was, it was lovely and, uh, I, I'm so glad I actually did it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. (laughs) I'm really happy for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then on the, on the last day when I was, uh, going to fly out, I decided I'd wake up extra early so that I could, uh, I checked out really early and headed into Sydney CBD so that I could have Ah. breakfast in the city. And lovely view of the uh, of the Harbour Bridge and Aww. of the Opera House. Oh, uh, that's
3: nice. <laughs> What's it's
2: that? I've never heard life. of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, Opera House, Opera House? Sydney Harbour Bridge.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, it was it was nice that even though it was only for like a, maybe an hour and a half uh, in the city, it was still just nice to just to see something familiar. before i came home no that's cool um and that's that's pretty much been my last i'd say two weeks um the other thing i will mention is when i did get back uh i did do a little bit of watching so i've been you know catching up on my shows Mm -hmm. um and i also watched a couple of movies so in the discord at the time of recording this morning Uh, We watched Space Jam. (laughs) It's been a while since we watched Space Jam. So you know what? I'm going to put Space Jam. Oh, cool. So we we watched Space Jam together. Uh, Some of those jokes have not aged well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: Lord. What about Um, the animation?
1: Oh, the animation is great. I love it. That's what I grew up on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love the Looney Tunes. They were my favorite uh, cartoons at the time. And, uh, and I also watched another movie, which I will be talking about in the quickie review section of today's show, mm-hmm. and that is Blight Spirit, Ooh. Um, which is the Amazon Prime original movie yes. that I look, was released. I look forward to your thoughts on that. Yeah. Nice. So I'll talk about that later. Um, And yeah, I think that's pretty much been... Cool. That's it. That's that's all I've got to say. <laughs> that's great. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. How has uh, your week been, Michael?
2: Oh, well, just to contrast it from having a having a week away, like into nature and, and doing some yoga and actually self-reflection. Mine's been the complete opposite. It was absolutely horrible. <laughs> um, nah, not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just lived life. Uh, unfortunately, my Amazon Prime... Uh, Episode um account uh, was up, so I didn't get to finish um the boys season two. Unfortunately, I'm still I'm still got two episodes left, which is annoying. So so yeah, um I haven't really been doing much. Uh, me and the wife had a um a, a date night. Uh, a very uh po- very worth uh what's the word uh. It's been a long time since we've ha- had a date night, just just to, just the two of us, without without any um, little ones just hanging around saying, yeah, I'm hungry, <laughs> and, and all that. And it was great. Uh, we went out to Mexican Kitchen. We got some Mexican. It was good. I oh. hoed into that. It was lovely. And we went to see uh, Mortal Kombat.
3: I was, I was yeah me
2: too yeah don't How ex- was it yeah don't expect like Casablanca or <laughs> huh. you know what I mean um yeah. it's, it's a movie it exists uh, don't want to hype it up too much because I didn't really want to hype it up too much because you know I'm not that aware of uh, the, the source material because I didn't really play it growing up I, I just i'm just aware of it so but but my wife actually really enjoy uh really really enjoyed it and we actually did a video of a, a review uh, video which is first half uh spoiler free but the second half is completely spoil heavy uh content so we did a video of that and it's up and you can watch that right now like right now just like, right. Turn, yeah. this, cool. turn this off, go watch it. And no, no 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 no. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. What what, what listen what? to us first and then go watch them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can do what you like, you know. I'm not your dad. Or your mum. That's true. Yeah.
0: You're not my real dad.
2: <laughs> yeah. But you know, just stay here. Like get over and do, and just stay here and... <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Reference <laughs> Even references. I ain't got that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, since last week, I, I finished uh, au- uh, my audio audio uh, book of Dune, so I started re re listening to Stephen King's on writing, uh, which I really really enjoy. That and uh, it's like my third time um, reading that, so that's that's a real good good bit of fun.
0: I've been uh, meaning to read that actually. Is, would you rec? You recommend it?
2: Uh yeah. Um, it's got it's got some tasty tidbits on on ha- how his uh, method of writing is, and he he also explains his life really the start start of his life and how and how um he got into writing as well. So it's sort of autobi or autobiography uh, slash um sort of weird textbook sort of thing uh doesn't have any exercises or anything like that but he, he it says if you want to do this then you then you need to do this sort of thing that actually helps me so to help me to help you it's kind of like those masterclass like before that uh, he wrote it like sure. in uh he wrote in late 90s like and early 2000s so It was just on the cusp of when he got hit by a truck, and and uh, Jesus, yeah, yeah, he he got hit by a car in '99, and I did not know that. Yeah, he almost died, and uh, sort of loosely changed his changed his life. Um, he was he was like sober and all that, so he does go into his sort of drug addiction, like aspect yeah. of his career during the during the 80s because you know it was the 80s who who would have thought that cocaine was a bad thing and and reading it of course you sort of say oh yeah he was sort of on a coke binge <laughs> during this and it sort yeah. of explains a lot and yeah he, he's been he's been free of that but uh, after having his um uh, his um, uh, near-death experience he he um Said, "Okay, life's too short. I need to finish the Dark Tower um, series of books that he's been writing, and also, and also, pretty much um, lives his life to the fullest now. So that's Great. pretty cool. Yeah, and he's still around, and he hasn't been cancelled. Which no, thank goodness. I, I'm completely really happy about because <laughs> there, there's a lot of offers that we can talk about, and I definitely talk talk about that." have a questionable backgrounds and questionable um, ideas, but we still enjoy their work. And a lot of people don't really enjoy his work con- considering his content and all that, but he's still an okay guy. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. So if, uh, if, if um, Stephen King gets canceled, then I say, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to live on this planet anymore. And just no, go I to the anymore. moon go to the moon like captain america. Yeah. <laughs> or Mr. Squiggle. Uh probably more M- Mr. Squiggle. So yeah, uh, <laughs> So that's basically it and uh I'm also I'm also reading the novelization of uh, uh Ghostbusters as well. Uh they just yeah. Re- yeah, they just re-released it. So I've been reading reading up on that. It, it it's roughly the same, but it also has some of the um, uh, deleted scenes uh, from the movie as well. So that that's pretty cool. You get to you get to know a little bit more about the Ghostbusters as well, well like their backstory. So uh, I might have a couple of um, ideas of what's going to happen in afterlife. So I'm getting ready for yeah, I'm getting ready for afterlife and nice. what's going on on there, like because that's Ghostbusters Part Three. And I'll be reading the novelizations of one and two. So, that's pretty cool. What about you, Kendall? Do you read any novelizations of movies?
0: I I'm really bad at reading these days. Um, but I did have the last time I tried to read a novelization of something. It was the novelization of *Crimson Peak* because that's one of my favorite movies, mm. ah. and that was that was really really good but I, I never finished it because I just mostly pick up books these days and either take years to read them or or don't finish them. And it's not – it's got nothing to do with the content.
1: It's just I'm terrible. Uh, <laughs> um, so – Trust me, I've got a I've got a bookshelf full of books that I yeah, haven't even touched yet. I know,
0: I know. I'm <laughs> really, really bad. I really need to get back in the reading. Um, but anyway –
2: I got some um, novels that's still in the plastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: It's bad. Uh anyway, my week has been pretty cruisy. Um, I had four days off work this week, which was nice. Had a mini holiday myself. Cool. Uh didn't really do too much. I just kinda wanted to take advantage of the, the non workness of it and just kinda relax for a couple of days, so I did that. Um and then I went to Bendigo on Friday, and uh, oh, did you? With I did. I didn't see I you there.
2: Some,
3: I know. <laughs>
0: I know. I've, I'm, I was like, I didn't want to invite myself over, and and Sammy didn't. Sammy seemed keen to go home after dinner, so we were we didn't we didn't. Uh, she didn't invite us over for coffee or anything. So, but that's all right. Oh, that's rude. I still love her, <laughs> huh?
2: That's rude. Are
0: you saying, are you saying my wife's rude. Were rude? No, uh, that's not what I'm saying. She's a beautiful, lovely human. Didn't even invite um, me
2: for coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all
2: right. I was watching. Uh, I was watching um, a particular TV show. So, so I was roughly yes. in the middle of it. So, <laughs> so you would have got spoiled.
0: Oh, that's okay. All right, probably worked out for the best. Then <laughs> next and it, time. And if you came um, over
2: it's like. Do I have to watch this from the start if you're going to be here?
0: <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah, I just would have ruined everything, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, so we all, yeah, went out for dinner and that was really nice. Um, and then I, yeah, stayed over at a friend's house as well. And yesterday I went to um, went to uh, Beckinger Mills and we... Uh, did our, uh, our watching of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale because I'd made plans accidentally for the night of the finale. So um, <laughs> so I, I moved my plans with them to the Saturday and, and, and Beck cooked us fried chicken and waffles for dinner.
3: Oh, wow. With,
0: with, like, maple syrup and, Yum. and ranch dressing. Oh, my God. Damn. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> She's chives. amazing. She's bringing some chives um
0: it was was freaking delicious so yeah so that was really good it was really good to to see them as well and uh uh i'd like to share a world exclusive here the fact that i for the first time i got a hug from their daughter and she ran up to me with this big smile and i like nearly died (laughs) (laughs) it was so cute she's yeah, is she? Uh, yeah, she's like eighteen months, just over eighteen months old now, and she's she's just so beautiful, and she just yeah, she like Jamil was like, it's Auntie K dog, go run to Auntie K dog, mm. and, and then yeah, she did, and she she's like, give her a cuddle, and like, oh my god. Anyway, I am gonna <laughs> cry. It was beautiful. Um, children are beautiful, especially at that age. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it was really nice to see them, and then uh, and then I worked today, and it was interesting and I'm that's all I'm going to say on air. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. I will
0: I will talk about it off air. Um but it was it was it went very quick so um yes it was good. Uh but yeah in terms of in terms of watching stuff I just wanted to mention one thing before I wrap up because it was the only thing I really posted about in terms of watching this week and that was the return of Lego Masters. Yay Oh my god!
1: I caught up on it. Oh, you caught up, up yeah.
0: Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> we'll have a co- we'll have a spoiler conversation off air as well because yep. yep. I don't want to spoil it for anyone <laughs> that's actually keeping up with it here in Australia. But yeah, so good to see Lego Masters come back. I I watched the first two episodes in a row, uh, and then. Um, Annoyingly had the Who got eliminated Spoiled for me on Facebook Before oh, I could see The elimination episode. <laughs> <laughs> So that was annoying But It's okay It was just so good to watch And just yeah. like Hamish is just up to his antics. Oh man, and he
1: is the best.
0: <laughs> the brick of doom, man. I love the brick, the brick of, of doom. doom. Every time he
1: says it, brick of doom, yeah, brick of doom, and then lightning. The, the lightning <laughs>
0: and the screaming and oh it was, yeah, it was great. No, I highly recommend. Even if you're not passionate about Lego, you'll enjoy it because it is just it's it's one of the most wholesome wonderful reality tv shows you'll ever watch in your life oh yeah 100%. and it's just it's just amazing so mm-hmm. um and if you have appreciation for kind of you know the creativity of the human mind oh yeah uh as well it's Definitely. just it's just the remarkable. stuff that they come up with is just insane that fox man
1: oh i know how amazing was that fox? there was
0: a fox there was a Woo. there was a fox and it was gorgeous It was so cute made out of lego yeah and it looked yeah anyway it was great. Better CGI than the Lion King. <laughs> Take that, Disney. More pixels it
1: made the Brickman almost cry. <laughs> <laughs> More pixels. <laughs> yes, it did. Oh. Made him emotional. I love it when Brickman gets emotional. I know. Like.
3: He's like
0: Simon Cowell with a heart, you know. And he doesn't really say mean things. He's just brutally honest. Yeah. But then when he gets emotional, I'm like, oh my god, you're oh yeah, Brickman, you're the best. Anyway, so welcome to the Lego Masters podcast. Um, (laughs) God, I'm just obsessed. Anyway, so is that that going to be
2: is that going to be the thing after Falcon and Winter Soldier?
0: Yeah, yeah, let's talk about Lego Lego Masters masters.
2: for Popcorn Culture.
0: (laughs) No, no, we won't do that. Unless uh, unless Mike wants to do that.
2: (laughs) I don't know. Sounds like you guys are having fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well all three of us need to have fun. Yes. Yes.
2: Um,
1: and one other show that has come back at the same time, yes. funnily enough. Mm-hmm. Master Chef. Ah, yes. very I'm very cool. happy with that and I have <laughs> caught up I have caught up on it. Good. So I am happy. Now it's the problem now is they run at the same time. So it's like pick and choose which mm. one do I want to watch more?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, they do have uh, ten the, play and they do have um uh nine, nine now.
0: now. Nine so. now. But I was going to say the answer is Lego Masters. Lego you Master. want to watch Lego Masters first.
1: <laughs> well, Lego Masters is a shorter season compared to MasterChef. So. That's
0: true. MasterChef goes on a bit longer. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fine. Just interchange yeah. between them. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, um, that's, yeah, that is our weeks that we're. Yeah. So um, Weeks in a bit for some of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's now time to roll into the show. Check in with the week that was in the Nerdy News.
2: This is the news in Nerdy News. The nerds that talk about the Nerdy News. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall.
0: Alrighty, it's Nerdy News time. <laughs> it's nerdy news time and we've got some really exciting uh things to get through uh starting with a bunch of marvel related news which i'm always more than happy to discuss uh starting with the announcement of captain america 4 oh my god did not see this coming at all um very, very exciting stuff. Uh, uh, they haven't said anything about uh, the, uh, you know, what's going to become of Falcon and Winter Soldier now. Um, and, of course, we'll go into our discussion on that later on. But, um, you know, what, what is, is that show getting a season two? They've not said uh, it's looking. I'm still thinking it's likely, especially considering um, for, for the Emmys, they're submitting it for consideration under the drama series banner and not under the limited series banner, Mm. um, which indicates kind of a continuing story. I think, I think that's where my money's going. So, Mm. um, but the focus here is the fact that they've actually announced uh, a fourth Captain America film that will follow on uh, probably directly from this, depending again, if there is a season two, Um, but it will be starring Anthony Mackie. As Captain America.
2: Spoilers. Just... Spoilers. Spoilers.
3: Spoilers. Spoilers. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's especially
0: Captain America and it's beautiful. Um, and it's going to be uh, co-written by uh, Malcolm Spellman, who was the showrunner for Falcon Winter Soldier, um, the head writer of the writer's room. And uh, joining him for the script will be uh, Dallin Musson, who was one of the um, staff writers for Falcon Winter Soldier. They haven't given us a release date or a release window or any other information, but um, I'm sure we'll go into some theories when we get to popcorn culture about what this might entail. So, but the fact that it's coming is super exciting. Speaking of upcoming Marvel related things, we've got a bunch of, uh, well, an update on a casting announcement and two new, two new names joining a new show. Uh, so, Russell Crowe, we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, was uh, spotted on the Thor Love and Thunder set. Uh, Filming a cameo, filming a role In the film And earlier this week He, I guess, you know Last week we talked about Alfred Molina Hanging out with Tom Holland a bit too much And catching that uh, spoiler bug Uh, This week (laughs) Russell Crowe, it looks like Has been, you know, has somehow Contracted it from Alfred Molina Because he just casually happened to mention In a radio interview that he's playing Zeus In Thor: Love and Thunder, Marvel have not confirmed this. There's, there has been no official statement from Marvel Studios, uh, d- confirming or denying. Um, so it looks like it's likely, and they're just like, okay, he can. I guess he said it. It's fine. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll call off the snipers, um, or the snipers are just getting lazy lately. Maybe I don't mm. know. Well, have it's you one seen?
2: Or the other. Have you seen his latest movie?
3: Oh...
0: You mean uh, Russell Crowe, like Unhinged? Yeah. Do you, you want to deal? You with, don't want to mess with you him? Don't
2: want, you don't. You don't want to deal with him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, nope.
2: try, you try. No. You try and micro micro trip me, mate. I'm gonna I'm gonna snap you. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a <laughs> yeah. phone at you. <laughs> up- how,
0: yeah. How that's great.
1: Is, how is Zeus part of the so Norse mythology? Let me explain. <laughs> That's what's boggling my mind let me right
0: ex- now. <laughs> let, me, let me explain for you. Okay. Yes. So for those wondering, um, uh, the, the Olympian gods of Greek mythology are in the Marvel comics. Um, so it's not completely out of left field that we're seeing Zeus in this. Uh, it's probably going to be, whether his role is big or small, it's probably going to have a connection to Christian Bale's villain, Gore the God Butcher. Right so he don't like gods and here we have Zeus in this in some capacity so yeah that's just the cogs returning a little bit there but yeah basically there's um you know the Olympians hang on where's the article I had an article that has like a good quote that like describes what the the Olympians are in um. Where is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, in the comics, Zeus is a member of the Olympians, a group of humanoid beings that hail from the dimension of Olympus. Um, And he's the youngest son of uh, the Titans Cronus and Rhea. Um, He's the god of the heavens, sky and weather, and his backstory is pretty much like the one you will find in Greek mythology. But it then changes with the addition of characters from Marvel Comics. So, and also on that, he's going to be just as womanizing and as
2: egotistical...
0: As you as you uh, as the Zeus you hear about in mythology. So oh Michael's losing his shit and I'm we, loving it.
2: Are we gonna get a woman fucking a swan? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we look, it's tyker, so enough said. Yeah. <laughs> in the words of Stanley, enough said. Um and a lot, and, Yeah. And
2: a lot of cum drinking.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh. Wow. Second item on the news, and we're this is where we're at. This is this is going to be a great show. Hey, if they're um, going to
2: introduce Greek mythology,
0: yeah, yeah, true. But this could also people are excited because this could also be uh, setting up an introduction of Hercules into the MCU. Because if you're introducing Zeus, um, Hercules may not be far behind. And um, yeah, so that's going to be really
3: Hercules! Hercules.
2: Hercules, Hercules. Um, very very excited, Heracles. But anyway,
0: Heracles. Um.
3: Actually, mm. it's Heracles. <laughs> uh, let's
0: not. Let's not have that argument. Um, <laughs> oh, let's. Oh, oh let's. let's.
3: No. All
0: <laughs> All right. Um. In yes. In the other bit of Marvel news, uh, the casting I mentioned is uh some more people joining the ranks of the Secret Invasion series that is coming soon on Disney Plus. Uh, we've got two very talented women um, in Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman joining the cast. Uh, so secret invasion of course is the show uh, that sees Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn um, as Talos and Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. I love how I really worded that
3: <laughs> just then,
0: but I'm really excited. So I'm just talking really fast. Uh, yes, but there, yeah, so that's them and it's, their probably adventures with sword and space and, and scrolls. Um, Having infiltrated Earth and uh, all playing out that entire storyline, maybe from the comics in some interesting and entertaining way, and now we have Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman joining. Uh, we don't know who they're playing, we don't know what side of the coin they sit on, but it's going to be awesome. So I'm, um, I love, I'm a big fan of both of them, so that's going to be really, really sweet. Speaking of sweet things, uh, so you know how a couple of weeks ago we talked about. Um, Sony basically giving Disney the middle finger by making uh, a big deal with Netflix about giving them full access to their uh, uh, films, I suppose, after their theatrical run. Um, When they go to streaming, they go to Netflix, right? So now it came out this week that uh, Disney and Sony have actually come together and made uh, a deal for distribution following the Netflix deal. So, um, so they can figure out the Spider-Man of it all. So basically what will happen now going forward is that once the, the allotted time, the contracted time that Sony titles are going to be on Netflix for, um, they will then go to wherever else they want to go after that. Um, so for example, um... Disney can go, oh, I want Spider-Man, No Way Home, um, once it's done on Netflix, um, which it is a minimum of 18 months. Um, but then it, Disney can be like, okay, now that the 18 months is up, I'm going to take No Way Home and put it on Disney+. Plus. So basically we will be able to get Homecoming and Far From Home and any other Sony Marvel stuff. So this is probably also going to include the Venom films and Morbius uh, once they've had their theatrical runs and their Netflix runs, they will then uh, go on Disney Plus. So yeah, so that's really really cool to see. We'll be able to have everything kind of for the completest in me. I'm very excited about having it all there and ready on the streaming. But so, there's always one yeah, that gets
2: cool. away. <laughs> <laughs> there's Always one that gets away. Yeah. You know what that one is? Yeah, are you talking about Hulk? <sighs>
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the incredible hulk isn't on disney plus is it no yeah nope nope because it's not owned it is owned by universal and they have not come to that that same sweet deal <laughs> but well, I only had got, no one's uh, like
3: so
0: yeah, yeah true anyway so that's really awesome um, moving on into the rest of the news now, uh, in some horror-related news, there was a first trailer this week for The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It, which is the third uh, main film of The Conjuring franchise, which of course comprises of a few spin-offs now, but uh, and as far as the, the main run of Conjuring films go, this is the third one, uh, it was another COVID-related delay. Uh, this film so we finally now have a trailer for it uh, and it looked really really good I'm really really excited I love um, I love Ed and Lorraine Warren for one like I just think they they led such fascinating lives um, and it's people like them that make me uh, believe in uh, you know ghosts and the paranormal and stuff like there's just too many cases of this being you know, being real for it to be, you know, for it to not be made up kind of thing. Um, It just, they provide a legitimacy, I think, to the whole paranormal side of the world. Um, And I'm also a big fan of Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga who play the two characters in the film. So I'm really excited to see them come back uh, once again. And this looks like it's kind of going to be a true crime with a horror twist kind of a film film. Uh, because there you know this man's gonna go on trial and uh, his defenses basically the devil made me do it um, and uh, there's a lot of spookiness going on but it was a good it was a good trailer it showed a lot um, I hope like, there wasn't anything really in the trailer that made me jump or scare me too much but there was some creepy there was some creepy moments um, which is why I kept it out of Trailer Park. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, you don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah for really, you really didn't
2: cool. want to watch that because uh, after going from uh, uh, having a relaxing couple of days out and having that all that untied, just because you just watch a trailer and it's like ah, now I'm more tense and edgy. Ah, I don't need that shit. Yeah, it would have just undone your week of
0: yoga and yeah, meditation. I know. Hmm. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, not yet. All right. But yeah, very exciting. Go check out the trailer for Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. If you're if you're curious, it's all over the interwebs right now. Um, there was a, a surprising announcement this week that I wasn't expecting and Fully is already losing a shit, of course, because as soon as I saw this, I'm like, I know a bunch of my really good friends are going to be <laughs> so happy about this. Um, there's a Downton Abbey 2 in the works. Um, we are getting a sequel to the film from, I think it was a 2018 I think so.
1: or 2019, yeah,
0: 2018. I think the Downton Abbey film came out. Um, this one is already got a release date. It's coming out Christmas time this year. Julian fellows is of course back to, uh, write the film. I think he's directing as well, but he's the creator of the series, uh, and all the cast, that were, I believe, in the previous film are coming back for this, as well as a few additional names now uh, to the new new film. And uh, one article I read about it was like, how are they going to top the Royals visiting? <laughs> uh, so that's going to be exciting for every single Downton Abbey fan out there. And uh, it's going to make my job very Interesting around Christmas time, I'll have people asking me for the crown and for Downton Abbey. <laughs> so thank you
1: so much. Yes, <laughs> 2019, by the way.
0: It was 2019. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, all right, and lastly in the news, just one bit of TV news I wanted to mention: um, the long um, gestating spin-off series um, of How I Met Your Mother, uh, aptly titled How I Met Your Father. Um, is finally in production or heading into production. Um, it's going to be on Hulu in the United States uh, for a 10 episode run initially, and it will be starring Hillary Duff as basically the Ted equivalent of this series. Um, they haven't really announced anything more than that, but it's just it's going to take place currently and be, uh, I guess, you know, the How I Met Your Mother, lens on a modern dating sort of thing. So, you know, lots of dating app humor and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, So, yeah, so I'm I'm sure, sure, sure. It'll be good as, as someone who has not watched all of the original series and has heard nothing but bad things about the way that ended. I am cautiously optimistic. Um, uh, But on the plus side the or plus or negative based on what i just said take this as you will but the uh, original creators of how i met your mother are serving as executive producers on this new series so um yeah hopefully it's good uh all right that's the nerdy news guys um what's what's going on mm, lots of cool things yeah uh what what are you interested in this week Folia?
1: Um, well, I'm now glad to know who Russell Coro is playing. I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been very curious about that. Um, I didn't actually want to know the, like the character when the, when, when I found the news or like when I saw it pop up in our little group and I'm like, I don't want to know. I'll wait. <laughs> and now, and now that I know that it's going to, he's going to be a God Zeus. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it sounds really interesting. Um, but like I said before, like how, I just got confused that there's Greek mythology going into Norse North, North mythology.
0: Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. a but it's different. But it's a, an from alternate
1: the, from the comics. Yeah, so and from the comics. Sense, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. no, that's that's cool. Uh, Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman in the Secret Invasion. I'm like, oh my gosh, um, that's gonna be so much fun. Uh, especially Olivia Coleman. I know. Yay. I know. I'm really excited. Like I'm excited for (laughs) Amelia, (laughs) Amelia, but I'm more excited for Olivia. Olivia. Oh my gosh. Um, She's so wonderful. They're getting all the main stars from all these different shows and, and movies into the Marvel cinematic universe. Oh yeah. It's just Mm like insane. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, I can't wait for that. Um, (laughs) it's funny how Disney and Sony decided, you know what? Let's sit down and work this out. I know. <laughs> after after the rejection that Disney got on last week, last time, and then all of a sudden this week they're just like, "All right, fine, we'll do something for you." Yeah,
0: I guess we'll make it work. Yeah.
1: Somehow. So I'm glad that we're in some capacity going to get the um, the Sony Marvel. Yes, movies eventually. Uh, eventually on yeah. Disney Plus, which will be really cool. Yeah. Um. And yes, I am absolutely ecstatic for the Dance and Abbey second movie. The sequel. It's gonna be good. All the drama. I love. I love <laughs> that drama. I don't know what it is. It's just. It's so intriguing. <laughs> it just gets me so excited about it all when, um. It's it's very. It's, it's also very just entertaining. Um, because it's something that you're not really used to watching here yeah. in Australia, yeah. and obviously it'd be hella normal in the UK because they get these kind of period pieces all the time. Um, but Downton Abbey is there's just something special about it. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's just the the drama that goes in to and the story that develops through the through you know the classes and all that sort of stuff throughout the. Throughout the show and just seeing it on the big screen. It's just like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's it's so good. Um, and How I Met Your Mother. I I didn't mind the show. Uh, it was one of those sitcoms where it just took me a while to get through. And then it got to a point where it was because it was still airing at the time. I had to wait. To watch it mm. um, every week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't really remember how it ended. So maybe that's... <laughs> maybe it's a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I remember how it ended, even though I've it never wasn't, watched it, it. I've, it. Yeah, Just from people
1: telling me about it. N- re- trying... Like, doing my best to remember here. I'm pretty sure it wasn't really that exciting or significant, the, the way that they ended it. It was, like, so plain, the way that they ended it, I It think. was
0: just... I don't know if I should spoil the ending of How I Met Your Mother right now, but um, feel free to skip ahead if you don't want to hear it. But uh, from my recollection of not having watched it, but of having been told about it, uh, is that after everything, and you know, Ted meeting uh, the wife, and you know, she and she's supposed to be the mom and stuff, she ends up dying of cancer. And then Ted, after all that, Ted gets with Robin. That's right. And then, uh, and so, yeah. So then Robin and Barney don't end up together, which is just yeah, yeah, stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: Now I remember and, now. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Everyone was pissed off about it. Yeah. No, nah, it was, it was all over the place. Yeah. That's probably why I blanked it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. They're my thoughts cool. on this week's nerdy news. How about you, Michael?
2: Um, yeah, how I met your mother. Um, I know how to get Wayne to watch that. If if uh, Hilary Duff's older person is uh, Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. He would definitely tune in.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to think, because that was like the gimmick, I think. It was the, it was the dad telling the kids uh, how I met your mother, and it was a different person. Um, and yeah, it
0: was Bob. Bob Saget was the the older Ted. Yeah, yeah. narrator. Yeah.
1: Holy crap! Was he? Yeah. Wow! You didn't know. Out <laughs> <Right laughs> of my head. He, yeah.
2: he was yeah. just a voice. Yeah. Mm. Just a voiceover. Yeah. You didn't see. You never saw his face. You just heard his yeah. The voiceover. Yeah. So, if they if they got the money, get Michelle Pfeiffer. Um yeah. or Hillary Swank. Um Yeah, some Marvel stuff I quite like. Uh probably get into the Captain America four later on because I've got a couple yep. of ideas about that. Uh Russell Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> Do <it. laughs> writing movies, writing songs and fighting around the world. Russell Crowe. My
0: god, you bet I was gonna say fighting round ra- <laughs>
2: fighting round the world. <laughs> writing um, songs it. and doing getting in fights and fighting around the world. <laughs> yeah, him playing Zeus. I thought that's interesting. And then what you said Kendall, I sort of spilled my beans on that one. It's like ah, oh, that'll be that that'll be cool. Where where you got uh, different mythologies going going all at once. Cuz it's uh, it's uh, it's like a, it's like a multiverse of madness happening here. <laughs> 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 Ooh then we get, can we get Egyptology? Maybe some, some oh Egypt my God. shit. That I would mean, be awesome. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, that'll be that'll be awesome. Um, because it's kind of cool because cause, you know Thor, thunder, and and you got Zeus, thunder. Mm-hmm. And they, can they fight?
0: And then the theme song, and the theme song is "Thunder" by Imagine
3: Dragons. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Have they already done Thunderstruck by ACDC? Yeah. Oh yeah. uh, no. Or like, have they
0: used that in the m- movies? Or do you mean like, Imagine Dragons should cover Thunderstruck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> or they should.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Or there sh- should be a mashup of the two. Because you know Russell Crowe and Chris Hemsworth, you know, you know Anzacs represent because Russell Crowe's yeah. Kiwi. Yes. <laughs> originally. Yes. Um, originally. Yeah. Kind of cool. Uh, Amelia Clark and uh, and Olivia Coleman coming uh, do it doing doing some stuff. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if they got Olivia uh, Olivia to do like uh, the Queen was a scroll all along.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I suppose Amelia okay. hasn't done really historic. Oh, she was she was young um, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor was a scroll. She was. Yeah, don't they? That Disney owns Terminator now. does not they? They do. Yeah, so there you go. Do that. Combine Marvel with Terminator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think they do. Hang on.
2: Yeah, they own Predator. I know that that much. They own yeah. Alien.
0: They own Alien and Predator. Maybe I don't know. I was just I said they do, and now I'm like, mm, oh, maybe, maybe the Terminator. Maybe
2: Terminators. Warner Brothers. I think it's may, might be Universal. Yeah, I could no, be I talking know. shit. Never mind. We could be talking shit. Doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's alright. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm kind of happy. A little bit happy. A little bit sad. Because <laughs> I kind of kind of like uh, Sony, like being one over Disney. It's like. It's like Disney comes over. It's like, excuse me, Sony. I heard about the deal that you have with Netflix. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Disney. What's up, Disney? What's up? What's what's, what's going on? It's like, <laughs> it's like. I wonder if, because you know, you got Spider Man. You got all the Spider Mans. So I wonder if you want to put them with the other uh, Marvel stuff. It's like, how much money do you have, Disney? Hey, well, you got Give me, give me a million. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, I'm kind of happy that they got one over on Disney because Disney's too powerful. And hmm. yeah, I'm actually quite happy with the deal. Um, because I think Sony has uh probably uh the best idea in the world of not having their own streaming service. Then they can uh par par more their their IP to different areas, especially with Netflix and now with D- Disney as well. Um, and I assume the 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 other um, Spider-Mans as well, like the Raimi Spider-Man's going to be on there as well. Um, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh, as I said, all, all they all they got to get is Hulk somehow, mm-hmm. which, I don't know. They've only got Hulk, so they're probably going, you know, uh, the movie wasn't that great and we sort of... We, we, we we make vague reference to it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, whatevs. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, I haven't watched a second of Downton Abbey, so I have no opinion whatsoever if it's a the A or no. Um, a Christmas special. There you go. It's going to be Christmas. Um... Why don't they do something insane like bring aliens in it?
3: <laughs>
2: it it'll be well. It'll be uh, War of the Worlds because it's roughly that time period.
0: Yeah. Yes. That would be yeah, <laughs> or or it's them living through Orson Welles making everyone think that Martians are invading.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was during the fifties, I think.
0: Was it? Yeah, yeah. I thought he did. I thought he did that earlier. Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think he did the War of the Worlds thing. Oh. earlier forties radio show earlier. If yeah, I want to be 40s. generous, forties, but, yeah.
2: but isn't Downton Abbey yeah, like still, uh, 1800s It's like twenties and it's no, no. It's
1: twenty twenties 20s, 20s, thirties. Yeah, so down to so the the first Downton Abbey film I think was like the thirties. Okay, yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah.
2: Well, there you go. They could probably do a War of the Worlds thing. And they and they can do it. Do the Simpsons episode where it was it was real all along. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do something insane. Go on. You're not gonna do it. You would do it. You're scared. You're scared. You're scared. You're scared of the backlash. You know what? I thrive on backlash. Yeah, that's basically it for me. What about you, Kendall? Do Do you want to see something insane, like like insane stuff? Like if Doubt Abbey, um, deal with like Greek mythology. <laughs> they do. Um, you know they do no. they do something like the uh the the angel fall from heaven sort sort of thing, where where they get like either Superman or or or, or um or Goku, <laughs> you know the sort of alien that falls from it. Falls from Earth and they have to raise raise it up as their own in Doubt Abbey. Oh my Abbey. gosh. That would be awesome. Or <laughs> with, with, with Heracles.
0: <laughs> what do you reckon, Kendall? Interesting. I don't know. Would
2: you would you watch Doubt Abbey if they if they had something like that? Probably. Yeah, there you go. Do maybe a, two against one Fulia Ha ha.
1: <laughs> no. We won. We need Wayne here. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but he's not here,
0: so... <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's it, guys. That's yep. the nerdy news. Sure. Done for another week, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park.
2: Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. All
0: yeah. Alrighty, it's trailer park time and we, uh, are, similar to the nerdy news, have a, a Marvel-filled trailer park this week, which I am just overjoyed. <laughs> I'm so happy. This is great. It's been such a good week. Um, so we're going to start with the first trailer. For Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Finally. Yes, finally a first trailer. Holy crap. Uh, this has been waiting in the wings for a while. And uh, yeah, it looks really, really good. I'm very, very excited, of course, to, to, to see this. Um, I'm so excited to in- be introduced to a new character. Like... It looks like it's going to be a pretty cool origin story movie. Like, I have no idea about Shang-Chi at all. The only thing about the Ten Rings I know is a connection to the Mandarin and, you know, the, the connection there to Iron Man um, that way. And, you know, a lot of people were very annoyed with the way the Mandarin was treated in Iron Man 3. I, for one, disagree with those people because um, having Ben Kingsley be, an, uh, be a Trevor Slattery pretending... To be the Mandarin was so good, um, and uh, yeah, so I so it's, so now the fact that we're probably actually going to see the real Mandarin um, is is super exciting, uh, and I'm wondering like what I kind of got from the trailer. Like I'm wondering if if Shang Chi is like related to the Mandarin. Is the the son of the Mandarin? Because like the his father's voiceover was going on and they slowed on this picture of you know this guy sitting on sitting on a throne and the ten rings are behind him and excuse me the mandarin the mandarin is the leader of the ten rings and so uh yeah just you know makes me wonder um it could all just be misdirect i don't know and that man may not have even been the mandarin so who knows um yeah and I love Awkwafina, and I'm really glad that she's in this movie. Um, <laughs> she's so funny, and uh, yeah, I think I think there's going to be well, she's gonna she's gonna be providing all of the comedic humor, that's for sure. And um, and yeah, and I'm I'm really excited to see Simu Lu, the the actor playing Shang Chi himself. And um, yeah, he looks like he does a really good job. Like the fights, the fight choreography we got looked really great. Uh, I did love a couple of the ways. Cinematography was used to capture fight scenes, like that sweeping shot of In the Forest that kind of looked very, you know, martial art movie style, if you know what I mean. Um, and then, yeah, there was also those big epic shots of, like, you know, armies marching and stuff. I'm like, I wonder how that all fits into the modern day of it all. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, it looks, it looks really good. I'm really... Uh, really keen to see this when it comes out later this year. So, uh, Fulia, what did you think?
1: Um, I really, I really liked it. Um, it was almost like getting the chance to watch a a like a kung fu movie, and I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, just being able to see like how well these people have trained for this movie. To do all that martial arts sort of combat, hand to hand combat sort of stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I miss when it comes to like superhero stuff and films and all that sort of stuff, because most of it's not always hand to hand combat, it's powers being used. Mm. Um, but in this instance, it's there's a lot of martial arts. I mean, there's obviously some form of power in terms of strength, um, but just the choreography they have with these martial art movements are just so beautiful and seamless and it's it's just so well done it's it's like a dance yeah and i love it yeah um so i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing like you said as well a new character in the marvel cinematic universe and finding out what we're going to be getting from him Mm. um and from this film itself and what the ten rings really mean and and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. um, I'm I'm excited for something new. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Michael, what did you think of Shang Chi?
2: Uh, yeah, this is going to be pretty cool because um, it's going to look a, a, a lot different from the the normal Marvel that we've seen. Because um, kung fu movies definitely has that sort of aspect where it's um, where fight scenes are u- usually like the 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 editing is all cut up and it's like it's like we're over here now we're over there you sort of saw it with um uh, falcon and the winter soldier and that's how they choreograph their sort of fights where with where with uh, kung fu movies it's they try and get it in all one shot so you're sort of there with the sort of action and I can't and yeah, I quite like that because it just harkens back to watching some Jackie Chan movies as well as a kid, and <laughs> and, yeah. and all that was like one one shot and and mostly all um, uh, done done in in one shot, and and uh, unfortunately you can't really do those sort of movies anymore because oh and s of course it, 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 it's a it's a it's a gift but it's also a hindrance especially with Jackie Chan movies where. Where he has his own, uh, where Jackie Chan sort of nowadays uh, has his own like film uh, team, and none of them can, uh, they can't be insured anywhere with any health insurance because they do insane shit, and you can't, and yeah, so so essentially their deal is is like, um, if you get hurt on a Jackie Chan sort of film set, he will. Um, pay for your recovery and, and and shit like that. Wow. Yeah. So uh I I don't think they're going to go down that route. <laughs> I think it's going to be more more <laughs> uh, skeptical uh more um CGI maybe just a little uh tinkering a, a little bit of wire work as well. It's 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 always good. Um yeah, I don't know anything about uh the source material myself. Um I tried going for a deep dive, but you know, I, I might go um, a little bit cold into this because, you know, I want to be surprised as well. And uh, I, I was already surprised when um, I saw Ronnie Chang in the cast list as well. And he <laughs> was actually in um, the trailer as well. He's got like the. Oh, I missed him. Yeah, he's got like the yellow hair. He's doing the selfie. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Ronnie Chang. <laughs> he I was in Australia. Yeah, he was in Australia. And they filmed it in Australia, so it's pretty cool. You know, Australia represent. Yeah, Yay, everything's being filmed in Woo. Australia. Woo. Yeah. Did you know Ronnie Chang is actually in um, Godzilla vs Kong? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> One thing took me out of the movie, and it was that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the fact that he was in that.
2: Yeah, because they had the uh, they had the find a guy that knows a guy sort of thing. So they went to Chinatown and, yeah, if Ronnie Chang was there. I was like, that's fucking Ronnie Chang.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing in this Godzilla movie?
2: <laughs> uh, as I said, he's the guy that knows a guy. So he's sort of like the middleman.
0: Yeah, no, I got that. I was making a joke.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I re- yeah, I was just- <laughs> I really didn't get the joke. Sorry.
0: No, 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 that's okay. No, no, I, it was a bad joke It wasn't really even a proper, it was just, yeah I was Anyway, feel free to edit that out For you, because that's awkward um, Yeah, anyway, but I, no, I, I heard you the first time
2: Sorry, I thought you sorry. were being serious
0: No, 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 no No, sorry Yeah, we're never serious Making... on this
2: podcast No <laughs> We aim to misbehave Yeah, so What about you, Kendall? Are you ever serious? <laughs> Very rarely Very rarely. Um, All
0: right. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings um, is coming out in theaters uh, in the US uh, and the UK on the 3rd of September. However, um, for Australian audiences here, uh, it just says September on on IMDb. So I I would wager it's probably going to be that same week, um, I reckon, depending on how things go. And hopefully it works out like it usually does. And we get it in August. Um, like a week before, um, instead of yeah, instead of the same week. It's the US and UK, but that's all right. Because we're Cause awesome, because yeah, we're, like we, we're awesome like that. It's great. Okay, uh, trailer number two is for another Marvel Studios property. This one completely different um, from <laughs> from the trailer <laughs> we just talked about. Uh, this is for a TV series, an animated TV series as well. Um and it is called Modok, uh, or M O D O K.
1: Do you know the acronym?
0: He said it in the thing, and I I should have written it down. <laughs> uh, but basically this I know nothing about this Modok character, and I've known about this show, um, for a while. Um, and uh, yeah, so I've just and I I know that I think they've. Have put out another trailer for this previously, but this week they dropped this trailer, and I and I was like, "All right, well, we should um, talk about it." Um, yeah, because you know, it was l- a, let's just
2: get the Marvelness coming. Yeah, it was a sneak peek. It wasn't a, another trailer where where they were two people. Uh, Murdoch was <laughs> Murdoch was finding someone else.
0: Oh, cool! All right, well, awesome. There's also that if you if people want to watch that. Um, MODOC, uh, is an acronym that means mental, mobile, mechanized organism designed only for killing. Um, so you can, you know, use either mental, mobile, or mechanized as your M, and then, yeah, orga- organism designed only for killing. Um, and yeah, they he explains it in the trailer and it's used to great comedic effect, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, this, this, yeah, I had no idea this is what this show was. It's, it's robot chicken style animation. I got that too. Yeah. Very same much guys. in that vein. It is the same guys? Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, Seth Green's um, company. This is Seth, this is a Seth Green mm. thing? Okay. Stupid right, monkey. right, I'm more excited now. Okay, that's great. That is great. I'm I'm definitely on board. I mean, I was already on board anyway from just watching this trailer. It looks but now that I know who's actually behind it. Um and then just the fact that the the cast on this is awesome because you've got Patton Oswalt um uh, as Modoc um and being, being 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 very funny. I really liked his character and I love how for I don't know what Modoc is like in the comics, but I love how they've taken him in this show and you know turned it into a comedy, made him a supervillain, but made him also have, like, you get to see what, you know, what the supervillain does when he's not out destroying the city. (laughs) He's got his wife, he's got his kids, he's got a domestic life to him, um, and just the way he interacts with the world on a daily basis. And I think that's going to be fantastic, and it looks great in this trailer. And then the fact that Nathan Fillion is also in this, voicing Wonder Man um mm-hmm. which is so good and i and i hope it was done on purpose because he was uh he was actually Wonder Man in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 but it got cut out <gasps> yeah um yeah Bless so me. yeah they had <laughs> there was a scene that had like po- i think to was like posters in the background that had Wonder Man on them and it was Nathan Fillion as Wonder Man, but it didn't make the cut of the film. I know. So the fact that he's actually fully being realized as Wonder Man in an animated form, at least um, in this show. Simon Williams. Yes. Simon Williams. Yes. Very, very true. Yeah. uh, It's really cool. Really, really cool. Um, Yeah. I don't know what else I can say. I just, yeah, it's, it looks like it's going to be a heap of fun. um, And I can't wait to check it out. Fulia, what do you
1: make of this? i'm not a fan (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough i i've seen like i have watched a bit of like the robot chicken series i've seen random like scenes from it uh i'm not a huge fan of that kind of animation style i suppose um and this particular series doesn't really intrigue me that much okay Fair um enough. I mean I did have a couple of giggles out of it uh but um yeah I just I I'm not vibing with this particular right. with this particular series so No no that's all right. Um it's it's a no from me. Okay. But it's nice to see that uh someone else playing Iron Man who is John Ham.
3: Yeah. <laughs> John Ham's voicing Iron Man.
0: <laughs> which is really cool and Bill Hader's voicing Samuel Stearns. So that's that's also cool.
1: And Melissa Fumero is in it too. Yes, yeah, she is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like Peyton Oswalt, man, he's, love, he's hilarious. I love Patton. He's so much fun mm-hmm. to listen to. Uh, ben Schwartz is even in it. I like. I, I oh, miss that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's playing Lou. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This. now This is.
2: This is going to be sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Except Fully's not going to watch it. Yeah. yeah That's okay <laughs>
3: Which is a shame I didn't, Yeah, that's okay
2: Because that, this series is going to replace uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier When it when it comes out Because we have to watch something Marvel oh, I'm sorry oh. <laughs> It's essential watching mm,
1: Maybe not so essential
2: <laughs> But it's part of the Marvel Universe Is it though? If Pat and Oldfall yes. is playing Murdoch in live action Maybe I mean, if Nathan Um, Fillion is playing Wonder Man and he sort of has loose ties with the real, (laughs) real life MCU. (laughs) mm -hmm.
1: So what do you think about Murdoch, Michael?
2: What, this show or Rupert? The show. Okay. I like the show. What do you think of the trailer for it? Uh... (laughs) It looks like fun. Um, yeah, I don't watch Robo Chicken much anymore, but I used to like it more when I was, you know, juvenile and stupid. But and sometimes I go back to what and It's like, yeah, that's that's fun watching like um, toys being gross and and juvenile. And this one, uh, if you watch the sneak peek. Uh, you can sort of see the sort of style of humour, more style of humour that they're go- going for. Yeah, it looks look like a bit of fun, bit of tongue and cheek, um, uh, bit of wall breaking, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. And and yeah, I'll, I'll probably give it a go. And yeah, uh, I always enjoy Patton Knowleswold and and his work. Uh, <laughs> speaking, of, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I'll, I'll explain it. Um, yeah, he plays the brother-in-law in um, uh, uh, King of Queens, uh, the uh, Kevin ja- Kevin, yeah Kevin James uh, sitcom, and there was one episode where he uh, it's meant to be like a birthday party or something like that, and Patton, being who he is, decides. Uh I'm just gonna be I'm I don't have any dialogue in this episode, but I'm just gonna be a, a background character. So he decided to just stand in the middle stand in the middle of the set, uh, being in the background <laughs> camera just staring into the audience and not do anything. And he's doing that throughout the entire episode.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: I thought, Bravo man, bravo. Yeah. The hats off to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. So Kendall, have you done anything hilarious? Oh, sorry, when are we going to be watching this? Sorry. That's <laughs> that's that's the meme. I forgot I almost forgot the that's
0: meme. Th- that's alright. Um so Modoc um, will begin airing on Hulu in the US on the twenty first of May. Uh, not sure. How that streaming will work here down under. Star, I hoping reckon. I'm hoping on it'll be on Star um, as part of Disney Plus's package. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can't wait to watch it if that's the case. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. All right, we got one final trailer to discuss, um, and that is for an upcoming Netflix film called *The Woman in the Window*. I am, look, I was gonna watch this just based on what I'd heard about it um, before watching this trailer, and now that I've watched the trailer, I'm like, yes, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this this is really fascinating. Um, To me, like, I I love the premise, the fact it's it's a woman who is agoraphobic and she witnesses or she thinks she witnesses someone being murdered. But, you know, because she's stuck inside and uh, her medication makes her hallucinate. Like, do we really know what's real and what's not? Like, I love these kinds of movies that, you know, mess with reality, mess with your head a bit as to what's really going on like it's just it's so clever at the way that they're written uh, or can be written um so yeah I'm on I'm totally on board with that and yeah and then the cast on on that is just well you know I mean I saw Wyatt Russell and I was like oh my god it's John Walker um yeah for like half a second he's in it uh and speaking of Falcon Winter Soldier. Anthony Mackie is also in this movie. Uh, but, you know, the main players in the trailer, of course, Amy Adams um, being phenomenal as per usual and uh, Julianne Moore um, and uh, and then Gary Oldman as well. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a really good cast here. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It, it just looks really, really cool, really well made. Um, it's directed by Joe Wright. Uh and he's he's a very talented director. Um, he he made Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, um, and more recently uh, Darkest Hour with Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill um, a couple of years ago. So yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait to see this. I think it's going to
1: be awesome. Fulia, what did you think? No, not so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> not so awesome. No. Not so awesome. No, no, um, not for me. <laughs> Um, it just, yeah, there's a lot of sort of like thrillery and creepy vibes that I'm getting from it. Um, and especially the way that the trailer was cut together, I'm just like, Ooh, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Pass. Pass. (laughs) Hard pass. Uh, Very much a hard pass for me. Um, does look interesting though. Like the premise of it being that, you know, she's afraid of going outside and she wants to go outside, I'm guessing. Um, but... Because of that, that mental illness or disorder, it's stopping her
3: from moving
1: moving out or doing anything outside. So, um, but the fact that she witnesses a murder from across the road, yeah, uh, it's really interesting. And she's doing it like watching from a window. Like I kind of, it's a little bit creepy in the fact that she's watching them to make sure and see what happens next and all that sort of stuff for proof, I suppose. Yeah. But because things like that can happen or have happened. Yeah. So I don't know. But then again you have, you know, people saying that yeah, they come in, they're like, look, you're taking this medication. Doctor yeah. said that it causes hallucinations, so are you sure what you saw was real? And then the the man that she was saying that the the, the wife that got murdered someone else walks in and says, this is my wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's not the lady I saw though. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I mean the, the, the story does sound interesting. I'm just not a fan of being creeped out. So no, thank you. (laughs) Michael, what did you think of the woman in the window?
2: Yeah, it does remind me of a movie and I'm trying to figure it out. It's, it's a it's an old one, um, and of course the Simpsons the does a take on it. It's where it's when Bart breaks his leg and he he has oh, a yeah. telescope. Um, yeah. Oh, um, uh,
0: it's a bloody isn't it? It's not a Hitchcock film. It's a, I um, thought it was,
2: insulti- and uh, I was trying to go through his um, <laughs> his um, uh, filmography like really quickly uh. before it was my turn, but now. I'm sort of floundering uh, a bit, but you you know what I mean. It's
0: yeah, it's
2: sort of like um, that.
0: I'm look. I'm googling it to just see if I can. Like I'm. Yeah, I tried to
2: Google man with broken leg has a telescope movie.
0: Is it Peeping Tom?
2: Possibly, but I don't. Is think Is Peeping it's Tom that. the movie? Uh, I think Peep- okay. Peeping Tom is like the first slasher film, but. This, oh. this is where a, a guy is uh, living in a high rise and he's looking over to the other building and he sees a murder and he's like, oh my god, the murder. And so, well,
0: yeah,
2: case in point, it sort of reminded me of that and yeah, kind of cool psychological thriller. It's got a lot of great it's re- it'
0: rear window, rear, rear window. window, yeah. Yeah, a a wheelchair-bound photographer spies on his neighbours from his apartment window and becomes convinced one of them has committed murder. There we go. Hitchcock. And It is is Hitchcock. Rear window, 1954. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There it is. Yeah. I'm going to have to give back my cinephile um, card membership. No. Because I couldn't remember a Hitchcock film. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the yeah, this looks like a really cool, cool film, a real psychological horror, like it's like every, um, with a with a protagonist that's uh, it's um, uh, and and I can't remember what the ter- term is, but it's uh, an un an an untrustworthy narrative that you can't. Can't believe what yeah. you see and that sort of thing. I think that's pretty cool, and you know, a bit of a twist and turn, and what happens at the end, we don't know. Uh, is she crazy or is she not? Is it, it? Does she see the gremlin on the side of the wing? It, you know, I'm mixing up my metaphors yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, So, yeah, and a lot of great people in this, and and and. Wide Russell, do, doing his thing, being yeah, being being, being not Captain America. But we have Captain America in this. Um, yeah, it's not really much I can add to that, except it reminds me of a movie that I can't remember. What about you? What about you, Kendall? Can you can't remember movies?
0: No, I remember most movies. What about that one that a, you forgot? What one I forgot? I yeah. didn't forget anything.
2: What about the one that you forgot though? Do you do you remember that one? <laughs>
0: The Woman in the Window will be released on Netflix for streaming very soon, on the 14th of May. Yeah. Very exciting.
2: Yeah, I actually saw uh, which... I I was trying to figure out which um, trailer you were talking about, because one came out like last year. Yes. And it got delayed. And yes, Netflix yes. did a deal, and it's like, hey, well, we'll give you some money and do that. And it's like, looks like Netflix is going to make bank out of this.
0: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was it was delayed because of COVID, and then yeah, Netflix picked up the rights, and so yeah, I'm glad you didn't get confused because yeah, there was a trailer that came out last year, and we didn't talk about it then. Yeah. Um, and then when. I was figuring out trailer park this week. A little behind the scenes ghost for you guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> I I I, th- I thought I would add add this one in because th- this trailer came out a couple of weeks ago now. But um, yeah. yeah, I thought it'd be worth discussion, and it was so well done. Yeah. Us. Yeah, back All when right.
2: it was uh, 20th Century Fox, and, then, and then, yes, and then it's a oh, it's a Netflix release. It's so, now a Netflix movie. So does that mean that's weird? So does that does that mean it was 20th Century Fox? Then Disney owned 20th Century Fox in the meantime. So does that mean it's a Disney thing on Netflix? Weird. The the world's a weird place. Maybe, I don't know. Or, I don't know. Let's or, not or get the, into it. Or the production company w- was going to have 20th Century Fox as the distributor, and then and Disney said, "Nah, it's not. No, it's too it's, it's too violent." <laughs> Even though no. it's going to be on Star, I don't know. Whatever.
0: Yeah, maybe it'll it'll wind up on Star, but yeah. at the moment it's a Netflix film, a Netflix, Netflix release.
2: Yes, Netflix release.
0: Cool. Okay, that's trailer park done, 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 done. Which means it's time for a quickie review.
2: Quickie review,
0: which you've not had for a long time. Uh, So what a way to resurrect the segment by the wonderful Fulia coming back with an awesome, I'm sure, review. Um, Mm -hmm. I look forward to hearing. So, Fulia, what is your quickie
1: review? Yes, I have a quickie review for you all. As I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I did watch Blythe Spirit, Mm -hmm. which is the new release, uh, Prime Video uh, Original, Mm -hmm. which is... It was good. It was good.
3: It's good.
1: (laughs) I I absolutely just loved it. Um I really enjoyed it. Like the comedy is there and the shenanigans that happens throughout this film is cliched but done well. (laughs) Nice. Um yeah, so yeah, a lot of ghost cliches for sure um of be- of of the ghost being able to pick up objects and use them in really like chaotic ways. Um uh you've got you know it's like causing trouble or or worse. Mm-hmm. Um Leslie Mann playing Elvira was amazing. She's so funny. She's hilarious <laughs> I love Leslie Mann. Um yeah so Elvira is Obviously, Charles's deceased first wife, mm-hmm. who is when she gets summoned during this seance that they put on, and she's jealous of the second wife. Yes. <laughs> and you get to see how jealous she is. <laughs> she just wants Charles to herself. Yes, of course. Um, and so she'll do anything for that to happen. Charles obviously, um, like in the trailer, it was it was shown that he was still in love with his first wife. Yeah, um, and you get to see more of that develop in the film as well. But at the same time, then you've got the second wife who is alive, played by uh, Isla Fisher, who is playing the who's playing Ruth. Yes, which is the second wife, and she at first doesn't believe Charles. When she, when he says that he can see his yeah. dead wife, yeah, but then later on she realized like he, he has to convince Ruth to prove that she's there, and she does, and Ruth screams, yeah. <laughs> And she loses her mind. <laughs> um, and then you've also got um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I am blanking on her name. Um oh my goodness. Uh Judy Dench. My goodness. Yeah, uh, yeah. Judy Dench playing Madame Cicely Arcati, who is the The clairvoyant? The clairvoyant. The medium. The medium that brings back Elvira. Not particularly brings her back from the dead, per se. It's just more a uh, brings her her spirit forward so that Charles can speak to her again mm-hmm. and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Because Elvira was Charles' muse for his writing. Yes. So and he was having this terrible mental block. Um and yeah, Judy Dench just plays Madame Cecily so well. (laughs) It's so good. Because she's been she's been doing these things trying to bring forth spirits. Um but she was doing it on more of a personal note. Right. And you find out why. And I don't want to spoil it. No, don't spoil it. Um, Dan Stevens, like, oh my gosh. Other than Swoonworthy. Uh, <laughs> 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 he just, he plays Charles so well. And there are so many funny moments with him. And the way that he's, he gets manipulated by Elvira a lot. Mm-hmm. It's It's so good. Um, and the fact that you know he's trying to get a script up ready for this screenplay and all that sort of like for for a show or for, sorry for a film. And it's funny how it develops, how yeah. it goes from start where you find out he's a writer, an established writer with books and everything to the end. I won't say anymore. Um, <laughs> but you really need to watch this to the end. Because there's a twist,
3: <laughs> and Ooh. it's so good.
1: <laughs> okay. Because I wasn't even expecting it. <laughs> I like a good twist. I like a good twist.
3: That's cool.
1: It's such a funny twist as well, and I'm oh, like, great. oh, okay, they went there. It's cool. Um, I, I just absolutely enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a really good it's a really good com- comedy movie. I I can't recommend it enough. Nice. Please go and see it. It is on Amazon Prime right now. Um, Blythe Spirit. Blythe Spirit. I will give it a four and a half out of five.
0: Oh, big big ups from Fulia.
1: So good. Nice. <laughs> All
3: right. Sweet.
1: <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much because I know that I can delve into it a bit too. Like I, I go too much into it, and sure. then I'm like, "Oh no, I shouldn't have said that." So I'm gonna leave it there.
0: Yeah, you're like Hagrid and Harry Potter. I should not have said. So that. I, should, I should exactly, that. exactly.
1: I am definitely the Hagrid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You've given it um, plenty of praise.
1: Yes, yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, solid, solid review. Yeah, check it out. It's about it's about a hundred minutes. Yeah, it's good. Nice.
0: All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> solid recommendation. Yeah, love it. Thank you. (laughs) Sweet. All righty. Well, that means, of course, we've reached the time, the part, the segment, the section, the area of the show we
1: like to call... Popcorn Culture.
2: (laughs) Who the hell said that?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Hello.
3: Hello. (laughs) 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 Hello. (laughs) Yes.
0: All right. (laughs) It's popcorn culture time. Yeah. Uh, And we have reached the end. It is the conclusion of our discussion uh, and of the show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm hmm. This is going to be our last discussion on the the show. um, uh, At least in this format. And uh, yeah. Because it's over. And it's done. And I'm real sad about it. But as I said earlier. Talking about Captain America 4. I don't think this will be the last we'll see of not just this show. But of course so many of these characters going forward. Because there's a lot set up. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, So I think we'll probably just go for, go go from the start mm-hmm. um i don't know about you guys but did you did you think the the whole first little bit like all the fighting and stuff like just the the fact that we we started and we were right there was did that feel rushed to you guys or did it feel like appropriate given how we left things last week cuz i felt i felt a bit like they could have, they could have maybe slowed it down a bit. They could have added maybe one or two extra scenes to, I don't know, explain certain things. Like the fact that Bucky was already there, the fact that Sharon was just there in New York. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I don't know, but like, but it's, I'm nitpicking it um, because the open, like the whole, the ending of the show in terms of the wrapping up the Flag Snatcher storyline yeah, it was mostly really good, uh, and all the fighting and the action scenes were done really, really well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What? Anyone want to chime in on on what I my thoughts there, um, Michael?
2: Um. Yeah, if we're gonna go on, uh, yeah, the 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 ending of this was sort of weird because it it was rushed in places and. Uh, it it was a, and the editing was a little bit choppy, and knowing that, yeah. and knowing that there was like, a a a a, a plot story um that w- had to be cut out uh, within this show, uh, it definitely sort of, it, yeah I think having having known that it definitely sort of affected like the last episode. Cause, considering what happened at at the end of uh, the previous previous week, it was setting up for something, and there was a yeah. It just it just felt weird that um if we were to nitpick, it's sort of it was rushed with the sort of story storylines to actually finish like uh, especially with the flag smashers and with John Walker as well. I think I think that was yeah. sort of rushed to. To its conclusion, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it, yeah, and unfortunately, um, their decision to sort of change up the storyline has sort of affected what the flag smashers' uh, story arc was going to be throughout the entire thing.
0: Yes, can I can I ask you what you're referring to there? Because I'm blanking on on what they changed or what they they left out.
2: Um, the the um. There, There is word that they had a storyline where the, there was a man-made sort of virus, sort of... Uh, uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so yes. It, and We talked about that. We did. Yes. I yeah. forgot. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. It's, um, I think because of what we're going through, it's sort of a bit on the nose of having like a man-made virus going around and, you know, the sort yeah. of... Um, Tinfoil hat brigade going. It's, it's, it's not a real virus and, and all that. And it's like you see even this television show is saying it's real. It's it's a television show, you idiots. And and mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably a good thing that they took took it out considering what we yeah. what we were going through. And even COVID sort of affected this uh, the the production of this show as well. And I think having said that. It it definitely had the sort of um it would have had the the emotional um aspect that you would have with the flag smashers because it, it sort of felt weird of how the flag smashers actually um finished at the end of this show. You sorta of had to have that um sympathy for uh Kylie. Uh, Kylie. Kylie. Uh, Kylie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's okay. <laughs> I should be so lucky. Um yeah uh and you sort you you sort of felt like hollow it's like well she was going down this going down this path and all, all we see is like well uh if he didn't have that sort of emotional crutch where she was actually trying to defend off um like the the world government and also trying to tackle this uh, virus as actually pinpointing all these vulnerable people, hence why they 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 stole all those um um vials of uh, vaccines. The vaccine, yeah. In, in the second episode, and yeah, second episode, and that would have made more sense. You would have that sort of emotion with these. You sort of had this sort of plight of uh, of these vulnerable people trying to fight back and and it just felt weird because the only thing you see is like oh these people are pushing back because of border control and that and that was it and you see in you see flag smashers actually decided to to uh, bomb people and they did become the terrorists that they tried to not be but they sort of yeah did out of uh, it would have been out of desperation and we we just had this sort of weird mishmash of uh plots going everywhere and and trying to cram everything into one episode and yeah and unfortunately that, that it sort of made harm of the storytelling in this and it was such a shame because this would have been a really really good series if it didn't have that sort of um choppy editing unfortunately and that's with yeah. the flag smashers. We can talk about uh uh John Walker later on because I think yeah. uh having that sort of um storyline with the with the um virus also affected John Walker's sort of uh bridge to uh redemption arc which sort of we saw, <laughs> we saw him uh, starting to be a villain, and it's like, oh, he's going to be the villain. He's going to be the villain. He's probably not going to survive this episode. And all of a sudden, it's like, it's like, wait, did, did are we just best friends right now? Cool, we're best friends. Yeah, now. it's
3: like, yeah, come on. Like they even had,
0: yeah, they even like joked, like, like him and Bucky were, you know, like he used the Abraham Lincoln quote to, you know, when he tricked the, they tricked the flag smashers. To get caught, and then and then they're walking away, and then Bucky's like Lincoln, and then Walker's like yeah, like he, he blah blah blah. Like I don't remember what the line is, but like they were having banter, and I'm like, what is this banter? Where did this come from? Um, Wasn't
2: the last time uh, the last time you guys met, you broke his fucking arm?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like this episode <laughs> was missing. Oh, um, missing another episode. Miss, miss, yes. This series definitely probably needed one more episode uh, or it needed um, a few extra scenes in this episode to really help uh, us as an, o- an audience to c- a fully get certain motivations of characters um, or, st- or or just the conclusions of these arcs that have been going on this whole time just didn't, f- they didn't stick the landing fully. Um, yeah. Especially John Walker for me. Like I can, yeah. I can get behind how Carly ended up. Like I'm not surprised that she died. Um, she's become a martyr now. Well done, everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and, but I, but the John Walker, the John Walker of it all, is just just the jump of him going from being I'm Captain America, and like using his shield to you know. Kill people and all this, like, you know, it was so intense and it was so one direction, right? And then now we're in this episode, and he comes in and he's all like, "Carly, I'm gonna, you know," and that all made sense. But then just this bantery stuff with Bucky, even it was very brief, but it was the fact that it was there, the fact that he was alongside Sam and Bucky, and there were no, there wasn't a scene of like questioning anything. Um, the fact that John made the decision to, you know, he chose between Carly and the the, the truck of hostages about to go over. Like, I mean, I get why he, he made the right call in that moment, but I think we needed an one more scene to help get the audience to understand fully why. Because all we had from last week was him seeing Lamar's family and you you can see the look on his face he's like you know i'm i i was believing my own lies but i know i'm full of shit and i need to do something about it and so that's why he you know i last week i was like he's going after carly and then he did this episode but that's there's, there's not enough there mike sorry
2: yeah with that scene i if i if if it were me i would actually take that scene out because him lying to Lamar's family was pretty much a bridge too far, let alone him killing some, killing an innocent person with in cold blood. Yeah. yeah. That was that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. But yeah. Having that having that scene you can't recover from that. And and that's a loose thread as well. It's like he 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 lied to a, a grieving family. Where and and with the abrupt change of what happens in this episode, it definitely, it it definitely would, if it were me, it definitely would have worked if they took that scene out. It's, and you can sort of make sense. It's like, oh, he's, so, he's sort of um, venting as well. But, but also, of course, he needed that, he needed the Lamar family scene as well, being in there, because what, what happens with his family and all that, but oh, it's, Yeah. yeah. It. It yeah. I, I don't really envy envy them trying to piece things together. Yeah. But why does it have to be like this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I. I do just really feel like I don't know. They could have. They could have done something better. I don't know. Um, Fulia, what are you? What is your takeaway from all of this critique we're giving the last episode? <laughs> like, did you? Do you feel the same about some of this stuff? Or were you happy to just go along for the ride and enjoy it for what it was?
1: Um, there were moments in this episode where it just didn't make sense to me, okay. like especially with the the John arc. Yeah, and I, I'm. You're right. It just it was too quick for him to be the person that he was in the last couple of episodes to then be all chummy. And saving the world, yeah. Um, in the last like few scenes, um, so I was a little confused about that. Uh, but you're yeah, it it needed an extra scene somewhere to fully explain his reasoning for the, what he decided to do. Yeah. Um, mind you, I am trying to. Piece together my own memory because I watched two episodes in a row, so they kind oh. of mishmash for oh, me. Oh, okay, that's alright. We'll, we'll help you sort it out. Yeah. don't worry. That's all good. Yeah. Um, and then I'm seeing him battling it out with, and his arm um, not in a sling, and then later on he's back in the sling, and I'm like, but how? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't know if that was a continuity thing or if that was an actual. Well, the sling. Well, yeah, the sling stuff was last
0: week. Um, yeah, but
1: then he
0: didn't have a sling in this episode. Did, did he?
1: he? There was no I'm, sling. No, no, he
0: didn't. No. Oh,
1: Okay. Oh, I see. Mishmash. Yeah, mishmash.
0: I'll just, I'll it's okay. Best.
1: Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's
0: totally fine. Um, uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah.
1: Uh, Ignore that bit of the sling. No, that's um, okay. <laughs> that's all good. You're good. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. So the John, the John Walker stuff did confuse me a little bit in, in this, in this final episode. Um, I don't like, I don't think they did his character justice very mu- very well in the end. Um, yeah. It just needed a little extra something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to sort of be like to glue it all together. Yeah. Um, for sure. I absolutely did love the 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 battle scenes though. Yes. Yeah, the mm. fight the fight, the the action the fighting the stunts were great. They, oh yeah. man, like they had the money for this particular episode for sure. Yeah. They had all the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that Disney money.
0: Including oh, the
2: dog yeah. fight. Doing <laughs> the dog fight with the helicopters. Yeah, it was like, yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah it was great. That
1: was insane. And then like knowing that his tech can recognize which of the people can yes. actually fly a helicopter. Yes.
3: And can
0: I just say the return of Red Wing. Hi. Yay. <laughs> so
1: glad Red Wing is back. So glad. Uh, I'm <laughs> so happy about that too. Um, and yeah, just knowing that, okay, all right, I'm going to send you a message. Put your earbud in. I got to tell you, the that plan. Was, no, that was cool. That was so good. It was very clever. Um, it was really well done. Yeah. Um. And just, I'm just happy that Sam has come to terms with the fact that he can carry the shield. yeah And he can be Captain America. Yes. N- even though Isaiah doesn't think so. Yes. But I think I because I, of because of his own experience.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. And I I think by the end Isaiah uh, may not agree with uh, Sam,
1: but he understands him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Which he was, sort of sees his point of view. Yeah, in that sense. Um, and my God, that outfit! That the the, yeah, the suit. I know. As soon as he walked um, out in that suit, I yeah. was like.
0: That I was that, applauding. Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring it back to that in a second because, like, that, the way, like, I feel like they maybe could have done the, the, the reveal maybe a little bit better. The way it was shot, I wasn't in love with, but it still worked and it still looked good. Mm. And he looks awesome in the suit. Um, I was talking to some friends at work today and they didn't like the – you know, how it kind of goes up his neck and like, he's got the goggles going. Oh and stuff. yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't like I, that. I was, I was little, I'm okay with it.
1: I'm okay with it. I, I was just looking at it thinking, okay, so it's, it's literally just like his nose and mouth sort of showing. Yeah. Like he doesn't but have that kind of like a half mask.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it looks fine because it's, it's, it's comic authentic. Yeah. Like that's what uh, Sam cat looks like in, in the, in the comics. Um, and, he, and Anthony Mackie wore it well. And I just love the wings, the way they look. Oh, my God. The, the way... The wings. He, like, just the color, you know. I feel like the um, wings are just, yeah.
1: bigger. The wings did the look weeks, bigger. The, weeks, the wingspan was a lot bigger. It did look a bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't and know. I loved it, though. Yeah. It's so good. And the colors just... Oh, yeah. Like, that, that whole... The design loved, of the whole... Of the white. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it was... It just looked so good. He and the fact amazing. that he could still put... The, the shield, shield behind him just like uh, steve used to oh, oh man god yeah.
0: was like i it was a bundle of feels yeah um, yes and
1: he's and his lead up was the the lead up to him while he was training to be the captain america in the final scene the final episode as well no that was in
0: episode yeah. 5 5
1: okay right. yeah right. yeah mishmash
0: yes. <laughs> mishmash that's okay um mike what did you what did you think about uh, a fully realized sam wilson as captain america this
2: episode it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, out of all the sort of plot plot threads, uh definitely Sam and Bucky uh definitely definitely had the um the the best, really. Especially and Sam, I think. Yeah, especially Sam. And and uh it's it was it, it was you you can definitely tell with the um with the story leading up, up to this where you got the metaphor with the boat as well, yeah, the boat being the shield. Yeah. Where where there's a lot of history behind it but if you if you work at it you can change it into whatever you you want to be yeah. it's it's history and it's all and it's also your own thing and it's also your history yeah yeah you, you can make you can make it your own history you can make it make it your own thing and um yeah with, with the costume it it is comic um you know authentic uh i don't mind it i think it looks pretty fucking badass yeah and, and he uh he fits into it pretty well and uh yeah he is my cap <laughs> yeah. he's my he's my captain america and captain america is a mantle and there's multiple people that that uh go through it i mean even uh even bucky was captain america at a time in and, the comics yeah and, and all that lore, but at this present time um it was great to have a television series to show um, sort of the origins of New Cap. And then we're going to have a, a movie, maybe. Yeah, we movie.
3: are. Yeah. So
2: it, it, to continue that sort of story and hopefully um, uh, continue uh, the story with other people in it. And I don't know where you're going to go from here, but you want to go to Bucky?
0: Or... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we could talk about Bucky. Um, I, I was, I, I was okay with with his his arc conclusion as well, but it, it still did kind of just fall short for me. Only just, like they were so close <laughs> to landing the, landing it. Um, because I, like, I really loved, I really loved the fact that he he, you know, we got to see Doctor Rayner again, even though it was only a brief thing. Um, as part of that kind of montage. Um, and it was really sweet that he, you know, even though I was like sad that he was parting with Steve's book, because that's Steve's book originally, um, where all the names are like that was, that was really meaningful. Yes, Mike.
2: But remember who cares what Steve thinks?
0: Yes. From last week. Yes. I got you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, that was really sweet. Um, I was expecting a little bit more time with um, with Bucky making amends with the father of the son that he killed as Winter Soldier, which we knew was coming this episode anyway. Um, mm. Like, it was a really good scene. Again, Sebastian Stan killing it performance-wise. Um, but I, I don't know, for some reason there was just... I, don't know, I felt like I wanted a little bit more time spent with Bucky dealing with that stuff. Um, but there wasn't time for it, but what we did get was fine and it was satisfactorily enough. Like it didn't, it made sense. It wasn't like John Walker where some things didn't make sense. It, 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 it got to the point and achieved what it needed to. Mm. Um, and that's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I can say about Bucky. I actually no. Yeah. The one really cool thing, and I mentioned this in my video too, that I did, um, I loved the moment when Bucky saved those hostages, and then one gu- one of the the guy guys who's walking out takes the time to say thank you for saving us, and you just see what that does to him. Yeah, because he like takes a beat and then he's like, you're welcome, like, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's you know, it's the Winter Soldier full circle yeah, well, it's a full circle moment. It's like he's he's the hero again. Mm. He's the good guy again. And, you know, he, he put in the work, like Sam says. He put in the work. He made the amends. He's, you know, he's doing all that. He's doing the good thing, working at his trauma. And now he's he's helping people. He's doing the right thing. Like, yeah. not even... And, like, and same with that conversation he had with Carly on the phone. Like, I love how Carly was trying to even get to him and be like, Oi, you know, do you really want to f- fight for this like can't you see that it's you know you're an idiot for it's know. bigger
2: than it, yeah, it's bigger than both, of us, bigger than both of
0: us that kind of stuff and uh, yeah and I love the way like that was such a good scene because I've never seen Bucky really have a one on one with an antagonist in a verbal sense because he's always the, the very physical mm. form but the fact that they were actually having a discussion about it over the phone even though you know it was the, the cheesy I'm going to talk to you um and make you think that I'm 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 interested in talking to you, but I'm actually providing a distraction so my men can get away. Like that was mm. that was a bit cliche. But um but yeah, but it but it was still a good conversation. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh what did you think of Bucky in the last episode, Fulia? Um uh I feel
1: I feel like just so that I remember correctly. Yes, no, forget no. <laughs> it. No, that's alright. All that's what we're here for. Uh was the montage scene of them fixing the boat together last? That's episode. the last episode. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just making sure. No, yeah, um, I absolutely loved the fact that they have a little bromance going there. Yeah, that they have finally come together and they're helping each other. And even though it's not Bucky's boat to fix, he's still there for Sam to yes. help him. Yes. Sorry, when I said la- when we said last episode, it was last week. Oh, last
0: week. That's what we meant. Sorry. It was in the last week's episode. The last episode is not the last episode. Ah, I'm sorry. Don't worry. My brain. (laughs) My brain fucked it up too. We're doing so well today. Well, on that, look, just keep talking about it because you went here last week. Yeah. We didn't get your opinion on on it. So it's kind of actually works out well that it's a mishmash. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Because I. It was an we, '80s montage. <laughs>
0: yeah, we love a montage. But yeah, like, but you're right. It was so good. Yeah. To see them, like, especially just you know, because we know where they started. Hate like, hate. You know, I still love that scene. Scene in episode one when they're on the plane and like, you know, and and Bucky's like, oh, Am I gonna get up? He, is he gonna get up? Should yeah, get, like, yeah, yeah. Like they're staring at you, like it's so funny.
1: But yeah, you, you you really enjoyed them bonding over the boat. Last I week. absolutely loved that moment yeah. and just that whole montage of them and the fact that you know Sam was like to Bucky, you know, you don't have to go to a hotel. You can stay here. You're everybody here welcomes you here. They're all welcoming. They're all nice people. Yeah. Um. And and it was really sweet. Uh, so I really love that. Uh, the the one thing that made me giggle was he was chatting away with Sarah with his arm out. And then there's two kids hanging off. Yeah. His arm. That was from
0: the, that was from the ending of, of the show. Yeah. Yeah. That, that oh was, my that was great. That was so good. Yeah. And then last week in sounds like don't fly with my sister. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll have my friend cut you up and feed you to the fish. So good. I love, I love it.
1: Yeah. Look, yeah. um, but Bucky, Bucky in the last Bucky episode. Bucky in the last episode. It was it was good. Like seeing him get to a point where he like especially what Sam said to Bucky. The fact because Bucky was thinking that he was making amends, but he's not. Yeah. He but and yeah. Sam says that he's avenging. Yeah. Um and so seeing him finally realizing that in this last episode where he actually has to Speak and tell the truth, mm-hmm. and I kind of wish as well that we got a little bit more when he was telling the father that he was the one that killed his son. Yeah. Um, I wanted to see a bit more of that emotion. A bit like, did they argue? Did he? Yeah. Come, was he okay with it? Yeah. Like knowing that he has fin- he's finally got the truth, he can finally um well i mean move on yeah
0: i mean i guess that's implied when we see bucky walking past the restaurant and then you know he's in there with the waitress and she looks up and sees him and smiles and and then she leaves him to it and you kind of just see bucky i think acknowledging the fact that oh yeah he's fine like he's not he's not you know just uh mourning and crying and upset and angry or anything he's getting on with his
1: life already. Yeah. So I exactly. think
0: that but you're right. It would have been nice if we'd gotten that more of that in the moment mm, mm, as he mm. found out what happened to his son. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like we got we got the why question out of him, but that's as far as we got. Yeah. Um and I would have liked to have seen a bit more of that. Um but I suppose it was it, it didn't need to be mentioned because at the beginning of the series when he's talking to his um, he's psychiatrist. Yeah. He's counselor. He's yeah. Yeah. Therapist, I should say. Yeah. Um, that he'd already said the reasons why he did all these things was because he was, his mind was being controlled. Yeah. 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 So it didn't really need to be mentioned again. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the last episode, but I, overall, I think Bucky just, man, he's captured my heart. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> he's just such a great character. Um, so much like to learn from him. I think. Yeah, uh, and hopefully we get to see more of that in the in the movie. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I'm here for that. Yeah,
0: I'm here for my Bucky. Um, Mike, did you have any anything you wanted to add on to our little Bucky discussion?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think you're right that um because of the choppy nature of the of this particular episode, we didn't really get much of a much of a emotional impact of what what was happening uh but saying that um i'm a big fan of um uh of actors of if you can say it in a look then you don't need to say it basically yeah. mm. and I and i definitely got that with with this with um him him actually learn him actually learning is like well i need i um, I can't. I don't need to do this for me. I, I need to do this for other people, especially with the saving people and him having, uh, having that reaction of being thanked. It's like, okay, that's weird, but but this is what I I need to do. And continue. And with the whole arc of this, whole arc of the um, uh, television show where we we first see him like like with night terrorism and him sleeping on the floor which is pretty much like a coping mechanism for um soldiers with PTSD and you yeah. sort of see him grow into he's sleeping on the couch now yeah so he's slowly getting he's yeah. slowly getting to a bed yeah so and with uh, with him confronting well confronting um uh the 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 old man and him um, him giving him closure basically, and you see that in the last scene where he's where he's at the bar, and you can sort of see well, we we, as you say, he he is all right. He has closure now because he knows what happened to it, to his son, and I think Bucky, in his weird way, was uh, he was trying to be like the surrogate um son, or the yeah. the replacement son that he didn't really have grow- growing up. It's like, well, I can't really do this for the rest of my life. I need to actually do this thing. So he has closure. He knows what, what happens. And if he gets forgiven, maybe, maybe not, but at least he knows. And it was more for him, let alone for Bucky himself. Uh, and that's why he he, saw, he um he crossed his name out and said, like, "Well, that's that's the that's the absolute best that I can do. I I can't really and with um uh getting help from for uh like a therapist as, as well, you need to acknowledge that you have a problem and you need to work work on it yourself. You can't really um you can't really be forced into therapy." Otherwise, it doesn't work, and and essentially, you could you could sort of see that that he um, Bucky was forced into therapy because of his pardon, um, and his and that was the um, conditions of his pardon. He needed to go to therapy, yeah. but what he really needed was Sam, who basically took him to the. Talking to the cleaners, like you know what you you you're putting way too much baggage on yourself. It's like who cares what Steve thinks. You have to don't be an Avenger. Do it. Um. Be just help people. Yeah. And you. And if they if they reject you, then okay, that's okay as well. So. And, yeah, and and the sort of story arc that that Bucky has or Uncle Buck. And mm-hmm. Uncle Sam, so so the story story arc is very fitting for Bucky, especially for this one. And it's it was cut, it was fitting, and yeah, it was it was just slightly rushed as well. Just the old slightly rushed fairy, just waving the ugly wand. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. So, what are we going to talk about next? Well,
0: yeah, I was going to say, just on bringing it back to the rushness of it, and while we're talking about, you know, character arcs concluding, um, Zemo popped into my
2: head. <laughs> um, ah, okay. Yeah. watch. Zemo watch. Zemo watch. He <laughs> <laughs> only in it for three, three episodes.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, well, that's half the season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Well,.
2: He was in one scene. Yeah, in in, in one of the episodes.
1: Yeah, two, two scenes in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. one, one. Wait, didn't he get taken
0: away? in
3: this to,
2: one?
1: By the
3: that was in thermonage? that was. No. That was
0: <laughs> you're remembering so it. much from episode five, and not a, nothing at all
2: about <laughs> the episode we need to talk about.
0: And I watched it today, which is
2: hilarious. <laughs> But because it was too rushed, Kendall. Well, wait, no, that's it's no, problem. no, no, you're right.
0: 'Cause no, I was gonna say say, because episode five is definitely the better episode of the two. Mm-hmm. Um so that's totally fair. But anyway, but no, Zemo, yeah. Zemo we got to see Baron Zemo one last time. Um and uh you know, he's on the raft and um he had he had his butler or take out the flag smashes. Uh, or or his butler, you know, maybe just knew to do that because we all know that Zemo hates Super Soldiers, and these were tying up some loose ends. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was it was good. It was kind of funny, I think, in a way. It was very Zemo um, <laughs> for him to have the last laugh, yep, like that. Um, but yeah, that being said, I, in terms of him in this series as a whole. I wish he'd been used, excuse me, wish he'd been used differently. Um, Like I wanted, I wanted more. I was so looking forward to seeing the Zemo from Civil War again and to see him really take our heroes to task over, Mm. you know, whatever the issue is Um, because I just loved that in Civil War so much. Like he was, it took three movies to break up the Avengers and he was the one. That did it. Um, and I just was expecting a bit more, I think, from him. Like, I was okay with I was, I'm okay with what we got because, you know, we now have a, a video of him dancing for an hour <laughs> on YouTube, which, you know, if you told me that was going to be a thing, we'd get out of the show. I, like, before I watched it, I would not have believed you. Um, so uh, that's freaking hilarious. But, yeah. The Dancing Baron. The Dancing Baron. <laughs> Raves, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, did you guys like that we got to see Zemo one one last little time? Um, and do you think we'll see him again going forward?
2: Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, going to say um, Michael. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was just doing the order. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was definitely fitting, and yeah, that's. That's it's all he ever wanted he type loose ends no no more super soldiers uh, yeah. except for except for bucky and john yeah But you can't have everything you can't always get what you want mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's very true um yeah and and yeah i reckon he'll be coming back i think i think also what this um series definitely had going for was Kevin Feige saying hey I need this 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 so I can set up for the rest of the stuff and I'm thinking that's why things happened as as they are reason why we're we're getting John doing his thing Uh, Zemo where he is so he's established and also Sharon Carter but we can talk about that later
3: (laughs) hmm Yeah,
2: mm. or we can talk about it now. Yeah.
3: Well,
1: or do we want to leave
0: it? Fully,
2: added, do you want? Do you want to talk about Zimu, Zima? Zimo. Do you have anything Zemo? to
1: add to the Zemo chat? Ziminimi? Oh, well, it was really, it was really, it was kind of cool to see him one last time. Um, and then he had his little smirk at the end after seeing the news about yeah. what happened. He's yeah. like, "Yep, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um so I was very yeah, I was very happy to see him one more time yeah
0: <laughs> great, yeah, now oh, awesome yeah, good um okay, yeah, uh, I guess we'll do Sharon Carter then um
1: <sighs> my brain is still mishmash when did she get okay. revealed last episode okay
0: so as in as in episode episode
1: six. Or number five, Num- number five or six? episode six, six. okay. Okay. I gotta stop talking in last <laughs> episode six okay we good, found good,
0: out good, good. For the we found out the worst kept secret on this entire show that Sharon Carter is the power broker yeah um yeah I mean we all I think we all knew that yeah, ages ago. um so the reveal wasn't I'm glad they didn't try and make a big deal out of the reveal because it you know I mean, it was I, for me it was just so obvious um and so they kind of the reveal was handled. Kind of well. I, for one, am just pissed off that they made Peggy Carter's only living relative that we know of a fucking villain. Yeah. Like, and I said this in my video too. I'm like, I get, I get, that's, that is interesting storytelling. That is cool. Like, you know, I don't think Agent 13 in the comics or Sharon in the comics was ever an antagonist of any kind. I think she's always been very altruistic, very, you know, good guy. But now we're bringing in some kind of, you know, villainy to her, some complexity there, which is interesting. But I, I I, don't know. I really would have liked to have seen more of what happened to her in the five years to really understand why she's made these choices and why she's felt that this is what she's had to do to survive The whole time, like, because you kind of got a grasp on that when when the boys go to Madripoor and and see her in episode three, like, you know, you see how jaded she is and how you know she's she's been on the run from the U.S. Madripoor became the only place she could really, you know, live securely and safely and not have to worry about extradition, Mm. um you know, and uh, and just I don't know what and then whatever else happened to her. After that, like, you know, just, I I just, I wanted more. I feel like we needed, like, a a Sharon Carter backstory episode, Mm. you know? If we'd had, like, an extra episode or an extra something to just really show us, you know, or to make us sympathize with, like, understand her choices. Like, I want to understand why she's become the power broker. Like, I want to understand it, and I don't understand it yet. Um, So I'm hoping when she comes back, down the track because she clearly will. Um, that yeah,
1: that they do some explaining there, mm. uh, give f- flesh her out a bit more. Um, she's been given she's been given a lot more power now that she's been pardoned.
0: Well, that's yeah, and that's the other thing. The post-credit scene was shit because <laughs> I loved like I like the pard <laughs> I like the pardon scene. You know that's fine, but they didn't need to tack on that extra, vil- you know. Twirling my mustache, I'm on the phone. I'm, I'm in, boys. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm I've got everything. Everyone's in going is go wild. I've got all the latest toys and access to unlimited power. I'm like, why did we, <laughs> we?
2: I'll see all you bitches in armor wars. Click. Yeah, literally. <laughs>
0: we didn't need that. It felt so tacked on. Mm. Her hairy, her hair was even fucking different. She had like this blonde streak in her hair. I'm like, what?
1: Yeah, you know, I are not Like, I was confused about that. I'm like, wait, I, I didn't. I don't remember her having those so, streaks in her hair during the pardon.
0: Yeah, no, she didn't. So I don't think. I'm guessing those scenes are probably not meant to take place one after the other. But the fact that they even put it, it just, it was heavy-handed. It was unnecessary. Um, that's not the extra content I'm looking for, guys. I'm looking for depth i'm not looking for i'm twirling my mustache Mm. um so (laughs) uh, yeah so but look that all said i am still excited to see what they're going to do with sharon carter going forward yeah where she's going to pop up again if it is going to be armor wars if it's going to be secret Invasion. if it's going to be captain america 4 falcon winter soldier season 2 whatever whatever it's going to be
1: um, no, yeah. not Falcon and the Winter Soldier Yeah,
0: it'll be Captain, Captain America, America and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier I love that at the end
1: <laughs> Not the tangent for a second But yeah,
0: that was, that was really sweet um, Mike, what, what are your thoughts about, about Sharon Carter?
2: Well, before I get into that When you're talking about uh, a second season of Captain America and the Winter Soldier Surely you can't call it that because there's already a movie called that
1: yeah
3: That's true. That's
0: true. Well, it's Captain America: the colon, the Winter Soldier. So that's, but yeah, I can see how that would be confusing for a lot of people.
2: Oh, you and your colon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me and my colon. Yes. No, good point. (laughs) Good point, though, Mike.
2: Uh, Yeah. So maybe call it something else. We'll see. Or just leave it as a movie. Like I'm, I'm happy if they they just leave it, leave these. Television series as as one thing, yeah, because uh, it's that it's a it's its own uh, unique sort of bubble story and how we get from A to B, yeah. Uh, and considering how they get to A to B, Sharon Carter, okay. <laughs> um, as you say, it is the worst kept secret, and it's like she is sinister in the in this series, and it doesn't really make sense because considering what we. Saw her in uh, Civil War uh, and how she was an agent, uh, a double agent in that. It's like, whoa, she's a triple agent. And yeah, with the weird sort of editing in this of trying to take out certain plot points and inserting something in, and I didn't actually notice that her hair was different. So that could have been a a reshoot just to Could have been a pick
1: up just yeah. to
2: yeah yeah just to, just to put the nail on the head it's like okay she is coming back but as a villain and um what was i going to say uh, yeah i sort of gathered that she was probably a villain after she basically melts a guy with with gas oh yeah
1: oh yeah that that scene it's yeah. like
2: um. Okay. That that's that's a turn for the worst. You yeah, okay? Yeah. Um, that was that was intense. No no redemption there. And and considering we don't know much about uh, Sharon Carter, I mean, yeah, for namesake, maybe she's the black sheep of the family. We don't know. Maybe she's not even a Carter. We don't know. Uh. And that's the thing, we don't know if she's gonna be in Armour Wars or she's gonna be a scroll, sort of uh, people are hoping it's like, Oh, I hope she's a scroll so she so her character stays intact. But I think it would be interesting if she was the villain she's been a villain all along. Um Yeah. I saw a video I saw a video yesterday, yesterday or today. I can't remember. But but they were um theorizing that she she was um, she she was uh, an evil person even before um, the snap. She was an evil person in that where she's she. She've, it, it was either um, she was downright evil or she's been brainwashed like Bucky, uh, but she hasn't been snapped out of it yet. And I don't know, could could be something like that. It's it's a lot of. Uh, There's a lot of stories, story possibilities with her, and I reckon she'll be coming back to do more stuff. And yeah, and and the execution of uh, of this didn't particularly work. It was just, it felt like it was tacked on. But unfortunately, she did the fatal shot, so you can't really get rid of her. She she was the one to actually tie up loose ends by. Uh killing the French guy and killing Kylie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She killed yeah, she killed Batrock and Kylie. The the only the only other two people that know she's the power broker. As well. Mm. So Yeah. Gets away with it. I don't know, yeah. Fully, what did you what did you think of, of Sharon Carter?
1: Um but I yeah, the, the Sharon Carter (laughs) being revealed as the power broker I was like yep I knew it it was coming Uh, (laughs) I was just waiting for when it was going to happen yeah yeah Um, yeah just like I'm so just curious as to what her intent is now Um, now that we know what's happened and and, you know the fact that she now has all this power for being back in the country Mm Mm-hmm because she's been pardoned and she's also been made an agent again in a different capacity, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, she was, I'm pretty sure she was working with the CIA, um, in civil war, uh, but probably some other international organization Mm. as well, maybe. Um, yeah, but they've, they've given her her old job back. Yeah. So pretty
1: much. And, and then, you know, that, you're right it it was just it was so tacky for them to add that as the final scene that we see for the show,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't
1: good. It could have been something else, it really could have been something else, yeah, um, and I'm just I don't know, like I kind of rolled my eyes when that happened. I was like, oh, really
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: now what <laughs> yeah, what are we going to expect from her this time? Um so yeah she's she's done like now that i think about it going back on all of the episodes that we have seen Sharon um it makes sense as to all the things that she's done up until now um it's pretty much to cover her tracks and so that sam and bucky don't find out um yeah so it's going to be interesting when we find out next time we see her in whatever on whatever show or movie it will be Mm -hmm. um just to see where she goes with it whether she's still going to help out sam and bucky whether or whether she's going to be you know the the villain of whatever the story is going to be so yeah 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 cool um,
0: yeah, I suppose we've only got a couple of little things we should probably mention before we wrap up, but, um, uh, the Isaiah Bradley, uh, stuff, especially the, the scene at the end.
1: That made me cry. I cried. Like, I welled up.
0: Yeah. 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 It's very emotional. Um, yeah. Very powerful stuff of, you know, Sam, Sam proving to, to Isaiah that he can, yeah, he could not. He can make a difference not just as Captain America, but like you know, he can make things count. And uh, you know, um, and the fact that now Isaiah has a, a a part of a part of the Captain America exhibit belongs to him, and he has a statue. And in the first sentence of that plaque, read Isaiah Bradley. It was an American hero. It like, was, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's so freaking amazing. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. I really I really enjoyed that scene the only thing that would have made it made it better I think for me if they'd actually had people in there looking at it because it looked like it was just Sam and Isaiah and Isaiah's grandson in the room um, and I, I think it would have maybe had more effect if like people were in there looking at it but I don't know but that's just me I'm just that's a that's that's a total nitpick it was it was a beautiful scene Mike what did what did you think about the conclusion of the whole Isaiah Bradley storyline? in this in the
2: show. Yeah. Yeah, that that scene made me cry. Yeah, I cried. Just seeing just seeing just seeing an old man just just well up and it's like yeah. Trying not to cry thinking about it. Yeah, but, me too. Yeah. And and he and he was and it was pretty much for his wishes as well. Like he didn't uh, like Sam wanted people to know this but uh, but Bradley doesn't want to, like, reveal himself because he's he's not that he's afraid, but he 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 knows the ramic, uh he knows what would happen if he do, if he does turn up because he's supposed to be dead. So the the story is now out there, and he doesn't have to prove himself, basically. So so it's a real good gift that Sam gave to Isaiah, and and. It's a good mixture of of the both, and yeah, and I think well, people not being in there. I think I think Sam said I think Sam pulled a couple of strings and said, "Hey, we need this for for a bit because uh, because I I need to show show it to someone who uh, no one in particular." Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, fair. So so because so, you know Isaiah is supposed to be on the down low. Uh, yes, for, no, that's a
0: for, good point. Yeah.
2: So I, I I can see that, and it's good that they didn't rush it in this particular yeah, yeah. instance. Well, like, and it was yeah. just building up for that, and I really really enjoyed it, and yeah, it's it's a good closure story. Even though we only see Isaiah in like in, in like three scenes, and and it's still impactful, and I'm hoping for. Either his own movie or or let or his own television series. You can call yeah, it'd be it the, cool. the call, Yeah, call it the Lost Avenger.
0: Yeah. That'd be really Isaiah, cool. Isaiah,
2: the Lost Avenger. Just a story of that story. Maybe yeah. or yeah. I don't know. know, because we sort of got the story. But it would be good just to just to watch it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, yeah, I think yeah the one thing they really didn't, thankfully they didn't rush that stuff. Like I think that would have been terrible if mm. they'd if they'd rushed the wrapping up of uh, dealing yeah. with Isaiah and um, and Sam's Captain America and what that means and stuff. Like I'm really glad they also had that moment too during all the the fight fighting and stuff and uh, when Sam's. Sam saved the the truck after John Walker couldn't um and then the you know the the crowd the guy was just like oh, that's that's Black Falcon yeah and then the, the 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 guy was like nah man that's Captain America yeah like that was that was really cool um yeah and then i guess the, i think my, probably the last thing to talk about before we we finish the episode is um Sam's speech yes to yeah. the, the the GRC uh, probably
2: people. before we yeah, before we say 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 that, um, yeah. Fulia, you probably um, were you getting some Doctor Who vibes from 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 that scene of Isaiah looking,
3: oh. uh,
2: Isaiah in the in the um in, in the, the uh, in the museum museum. Yeah, de- definitely, uh, Matt Smith and Van Gogh. Who was I supposed yeah. to?
0: No, but that it not remind it? you of... You, you know that episode of Doctor Who where...
1: It's been a while. Okay, that's right. That's probably weird. I haven't I ever seen it. I, I
0: haven't even <laughs> seen it. I just know about it. But there's that episode... Actually, Mike, you say it. You're the Hoovian. Go.
2: <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> uh, I know I know the episode.
1: Yeah. I remember the episode. It just didn't spark that memory right, okay. of it when I saw that. That's all right. Yeah.
2: So Doctor Who went back to... to um, to to meet to meet um Vincent Van Gogh, and uh, and he he actually took uh, Van Gogh into an art gallery into the future, and because Van Gogh is like all oh, of these paintings are terrible and everything is everything I do is shit, and and so he takes Van Gogh into the future. And it's like, well, this is an art gallery in 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 Paris these are all your arts and people just love your art. And there's a curator over there and, and he says, what do you think of Van Gogh? It's like, I think he's the best pa- painter in, in the entire history of the world. And, and, and Vince Van Gogh just balls his eyes out. It's like, understandably. And then, yeah, he, he, and it was just a heart, 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 heartbreaking thing. It's like this man who thinks everything he does is terrible. And, and unfortunately two two years after where they sort of meet him he he kills himself so it's it's also also deals with mental health and and all that things and there's also uh, yeah it's also parallels with what happens here it's uh, you don't know you don't know if what you're doing is going to be remembered or not it's it's that sort of thing, but we'll talk but yeah that's it.
0: Yeah no, no no that was great yeah 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 you're totally right, um yeah very good connection to make that's for sure um yeah d- it definitely echoes that whole thing really nicely, um yeah but S- Sam's Sam's speech, um I really really liked I thought it was I thought it was really good it was really nice to finally have someone to just tell the GRC, tell these politicians that, you know, whilst they may also have the good, good intentions, the way they're going about it is wrong. Like this entire show is just people with intentions and not not doing the right thing with those intentions. Yeah. Um. And it was nice to see, yeah, nice to see Sam just really stick it to them and, um. you know, and, and basically say, we're on – we all have a common struggle now. Like we've all been through the same thing. Like he mentions the blip without mentioning the blip and um, yeah. And basically just tells them that, you know, what you're doing is terrorism to other people. You know, you, you can't call them terrorists because, you know, look at what you're doing yeah. yourselves. Um, you know, you have to, there has to be a better way um, and all of that stuff. And the guy's like, oh, you don't, but you don't understand, like you know, blah blah blah. And he's, he's like, I'm pretty sure I do. I'm I'm a black man carrying the stars and stripes. I think I I think I can understand that. Um, and I want to get the exact quote right because I wrote it down. Because my favorite my favorite fucking line he said in this um, in the speech was, "The only power I have is that I believe we can do better." And I just. I really just feel like that sums up even though Sam Wilson doesn't have superpowers, um, like that's Captain America. That's that just belief and that idealism and and that just hope for the, the best of humanity is just a big part of what makes up Captain America for me. And, um, I just thought that was really, really awesome. Um, but yeah, Fulia, what did you, what did you think of, of, of
1: that moment? That speech was very powerful and just it just speaks the word of what everybody else has been going through. And because you find out from the beginning of the show that Sam understands where Carly's coming from. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and has empathy for her. Because he's his own family is also going through a similar struggle. And so he he had to voice that for everybody because they won't do it because they were doing it in a really, like, not-so-nice way. Mm. And so he had to voice everybody else's thoughts. And he's, he's right. Uh, you know, a lot of people are struggling. Everybody's got the same problem where the people who got brought back from the blip are supposedly gonna be relocated because they find out that someone else is living in their home bef- like after the whole situation. Yeah. Um that can't that you don't need to you don't need to do that. You can just you see figure out other ways of sorting these problems out mm-hmm. rather than just labelling everybody. You know? Um like it was just so it just needed to be said. And I feel like it it also comes to what is happening in real life as well. It's just putting that all together and being like, This is the situation. You need to be you need to be a bit more thoughtful about it. You need to actually think about what your actions are doing to other people. Mm. Um and that really just speaks just speaks words that are like so high yeah it speaks volumes yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's what i was trying to say yeah um yeah uh it was very moving Mm. it was a very moving speech Mm -hmm.
2: yeah
0: yeah it's good mike what what, what was your takeaways from from sam's speech
2: yeah it was definitely impactful and it's sort of that it's not necessarily a monologue because there's uh, uh, interweaving with what the Santas were saying as well, which is probably a good thing. Otherwise, it's definitely um, <laughs> Captain America on a soapbox, basically. So so it's good to have those sort of... It's like, well, you don't understand what we have to go through. And yeah. it's like, well, well, you're in a room and you're trying to figure out a, a solution with people who are the same as you, which is code for the elites only know how to help the elites. And, and of course, this whole series is about political shit and political issues at the moment. And and this is probably going to be my last political rant about about the thing, so I'm going to make sure I get this right this time. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so essentially Sam is talking about empathy, but he's also talking about the current situation's not working. So we need to... We need to have more empathy towards people we need we need to actually share more resources so in a way Sam is talking about socialism we need we need a bit more socialistic like tendencies in here we can't really cut off people's like no being the old um uh, uh um uh, nationalistic sort of sort of well these are the borders right here so you can't go go in or out unless we are unless you ask permission and and we're allowed to say yes or no and and you sort of see that yeah in real life where the borders are starting to shut right now it's especially especially a couple especially years ago i'm hoping finger fingers crossed that hopefully people are, are sort of be, uh, discovering it's like well we can't really solve this as as different Different things. We need to be a collective, especially with with what the world's going through, especially through a pandemic, especially climate change is is basically right here, right now. We need to actually help solve this, and we can't can't like we can't say, oh, well, we can't really lower our emissions because you know, look at look at them over there. They're doing they're doing the they're not doing anything. It's like well, if essentially if if you. If, if you're the only one that's not lifting a car off someone, you can't really say, well, I know a guy who's not doing it, so why why should I have to do it? It's it's that stupid um childhood uh, mentality is like, oh, can you ha- help pick up the rubbish? It's like, well, I didn't put it there. I, d- I don't need to pick it up because that's not my rubbish. It's like, it doesn't matter if it's your rubbish or not. You are part of this playground... You you play in this playground, don't you? So please help to clean clean it up. Yeah, and essentially, with that weird sort of tangent that I'm to- going down, it's sort sort of what um, Sam New Captain America is do- is doing. It's it's like I don't have all the answers. It you're you were elected to have to help with the answer. Help get that answer. You need people who are struggling um to tell you what the what the problem is and, and go from there. And you can't really shut people out. It's like, oh that's a terrorist. We can't really we don't negotiate with terrorists. Well, try to work out why why these people are so desperate that they need to do this to actually get attention from you. And I'm not and I'm not here to excuse like terroristic acts it's it's more to do with well, we can have a huge police presence, like anywhere. It's like well, police aren't there to stop crime; they're there to clean up after. You got to stop. You got to stop the crime before it before it happens. That is helping people out of poverty. Help helping people that have like mental issues, because the only the only. The only way they can cope is actually lashing out, and that and that can solve a lot lot of problems. It's all it's all the stuff that's based in real life. And if you if you are the sort of person who's like, well, that's too woke. I don't want I don't want to deal with bloody political correctness gone mad sort of bullshit. It's like, yeah, they're buzzwords, but stop using those buzz, buzzwords and actually work out what these people are actually talking about. You you can see that with um like representation in in film it's like well well i don't see the problem with representation it's good of course you don't see problems with representation because you are represented like 99.9 half the time and and you and you not to be and not to say that um these people are being sinister when they're saying oh i need to push back on this stuff it's like they're not doing it intentionally but you sort of say well the reason why that uh, if they're complaining about that how how far are they are they going to complain maybe it's something sinister it's like oh they're indoctrinating pe- people oh, it's it's you know it's it's bloody safe schools all over again it's like it's like the safe schools program if you don't know it's it's like this school anti-bullying sort of thing and it's re- really helping, like young kids who are who are either who are, who are either gay or or they're transgender to to say, hey, this is this is not an issue. These these are people who actually feel like this all, all the time, and we need to give them a safe space, basically, to say, hey, it's all right if you're gay, it's all right if you're trans, it's all right if you're bi or anything like that. And of course, you got your you got your um. Main people, you got your main right wing people are saying, "Oh, it's indoctrination. It's it's trying. It it's it's going to teach children how how to be gay." It's like, no, that's not how gayness works. You fucking idiots. <laughs> but so before before I yeah, I'm Michael Lister and this is my TED talk. <laughs> so back to back to the original thing. I I think you needed to have this. You need them to have this sort of speech at the end of this yeah. particular um, TV show because it is dealing with stuff that is higher than, than most things. And if this is the first time you're actually hearing this sort of thing, good, there is more stuff. There's more stuff to d- dive into. There, there is problems. And I think it's great that um, Marvel is sort of dealing with these sort of issues. I mean, mind you, I, w- I have been complaining that... Their, their storytelling in this particular episode is sort of beyond like choppy but but it is a good start and we can only go forward from here so
3: mhm
2: <sighs> okay. yeah well, what about you Kendall are you, are, are you do you like apples
0: <laughs> yes i love apples a lot apples are great um okay well speaking moving forward um yeah, I guess uh, the really exciting thing now is that we have Captain America four to look forward to. Um, obviously, yeah. that'll be focusing on Sam Wilson as Captain America, um, or as Cap, uh, <laughs> as as Bucky called him, and I and I squeed so much. Um, <laughs> yes, so yeah, so I'm. Um, um, but the the it's a bit more ambiguous as to where our future characters. Might be popping up where Sharon might pop up, where Zemo might pop up, where John Walker especially might pop up. Um, And if the flag smashes will return in any form, considering, I mean, they're, you know, um, with Carly taken out and, you know, her main crew gone as well, like, you know, I said earlier, they've been, they've become martyrs. So people could still, they had such a worldwide following, people could still rise up again so depending on what will happen with the GRC and uh because they they put a stop to the patch act um so that's they obviously they're going to figure out the better a better way to go about what they need to do um come to a better decision but yeah it's going to be really exciting to see how it, it all unfolds going forward um I was yeah certainly not expecting the announcement of a Captain America 4 that's for sure but um but I'm very, very happy about it. It's kind it. of
2: good so, that they actually yeah. left it until after the last episode was released. Otherwise, people would be all too confused. Yeah. Wait.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Is Chris Evans coming um, back? I had, a, I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling that they were going to announce something at the end, like to, to let us know where this show is actually heading. Um, but, uh, yeah, Captain America 4 was not something I expected. So, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right. Shall we wrap that up then? I think it's time. Yep. All right. Sweet. That was awesome. Another, <laughs> another wonderful discussion in the books. Popcorn culture, done. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, done. Yay. Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier shall live on. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to miss talking about Marvel shows every week now. So until Loki comes around in a month and a bit. Um, well, then... well, there
2: is Murdoch.
0: There is Modoc, Yes. But Fully is not watching Modoc. But one of us doesn't want to watch. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: All right. It's time to check in with what's up with Fred. Um, and Fred for me is um, again, podcasting and video content. Uh, this episode and th- this week the full year and I will be, uh, teaming up for an episode of the monthly. Yay! It's that time of the month, <laughs> which is exciting. Um, so stay tuned for that this week when it drops. And, I uh, yeah. And my, if you want to hear more of my Falcon and winter soldier rambling, you can check out non-scripted ramblings on YouTube and hear my, hear my vlogs, uh, my reviews, my discussion on, on, uh, Falcon and winter soldier there. um, and uh, yeah, and then I also did a reaction video for Shang Chi, uh, which YouTube's algorithm said, "Oh, I like this one," um, and it's on nearly four hundred views. So Yay. that's that's very exciting. Yay. Yeah,
2: and it also and it also proves to me it's like Michael, don't do reaction. <laughs> hey,
0: videos. hey, hey! Your Model Combat reaction is at is nearly nine hundred views, dude.
2: And as I said, reason. Because I had a beautiful woman. Next to
0: me. <laughs> so what you're saying is you and I should team up for reaction videos, or maybe you and Sammy should do more reaction videos.
2: Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think she would want to watch like trailers that I would like to watch. Okay.
3: <laughs>
2: That's right. The next time your comment
0: in your common interests align, then um, yeah.
2: <laughs> this is Chang This is Shan Chi. It's like what I don't understand This is Marvel bullshit. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Put the put the rubbish in the big, big bin. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs>
0: That's all right. But yeah, anyway. Um yeah, so lots of content at the mm-hmm. moment. It's probably going to slow down a bit now that Marvel is like running out of Steam of like, oh, God, we have so much stuff, you guys. Look at all our stuff. It's all here. Now we're going to go away for a month and then blow your mind with Loki. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think um, Hawkeye has actually finished filming. They
0: did. Hawkeye did rap production during the week. I saw Jeremy Renner make a post on Instagram about it, which is super exciting. <laughs> so that's – I don't know when that's coming out, if that's going to be this year or early next year. I can't remember off the top of my head.
2: November. Is it November? Was it? I think I could be talking bollocks. But, I hope it's know, this year. That's me. Because
0: man, if we don't have enough Marvel stuff this year already, let's have some more.
2: <laughs> We've
0: got everything coming out we this year. We want it
1: all. We're trying to catch up on last.
0: Literally year. trying to catch up. We're playing catch up. Yeah, let's go, guys. Let's fucking go.
2: Instead of instead of yeah, I listened to uh, B- um, Batman Beyond today while I was working. Not supposed to, but I did. And I think they were saying that we usually got like six hours a year of Marvel stuff. Now we're going to get 20 hours a year.
0: Yeah, boy. So excited. Yes. Yes. All right. What's up with Foolish Fuji?
1: I have just recently started up again since I got back from my trip. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did my first stream on Saturday and played Lego Harry Potter.
3: Harry
1: Potter. Yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I went through the first year in like three hours. <laughs> cool. Year one complete.
3: Woo. <laughs> nice one.
1: Um, now I've already played. I've already played this game on the PlayStation Three when it originally came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time around, um, I bought the collection that you can get on the Nintendo Switch. Which is from year one to seven, mm. um, and uh, <laughs> I got that one. <laughs> yeah, I started. I started playing it on uh, on, on Saturday for my first stream back. Um, so yeah, definitely gonna continue playing that every week. Um, and you know, gonna go back to doing some Animal Crossing but going back to my first Switch. I'm uh, gonna be completely demolishing my first island and creating a new one out of it. Um, and it's going to be a mash themed island.
3: <laughs>
1: yes, I know. I've got a challenge in front of me now. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> 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 um, and
3: yeah.
2: Okay. Just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and yeah, just my YouTube videos are still going. Um, so if you guys want to go check out, at the moment it's Immortals Phoenix Rising um, that I will be uh, that I have been uploading. So please go check that out as well. Uh, the Let's Play, uh, and hopefully I'll have a new series of video game playthroughs coming up at some point. Once I can get rid of this nasally voice. <laughs>
3: Sweet. Yes. <laughs>
1: That's pretty much it with me in terms of Foolish uh, Fuji stuff. Um, Great, yeah. Awesome.
2: Michael,
1: how, you got? how you going? How you with your YouTube stuff and all the Fred stuff?
2: It's all good. Uh, yes, I recently released the um, the review of uh, Mortal Kombat uh, with my wife when we went on um, our date night, and we talked about it. Uh, I've Looking back on it, I feel a little bit bad Because she really, really enjoyed the movie And here I was Critiquing it and saying Well, what didn't work was And then she just looked at me and was like God damn it Can't please everyone uh, Anyway, so if you want to see me um, um, Getting <laughs> getting awkward looks From my wife You can go and watch that on the Friendly Alien uh, YouTube channel Remember to subscribe for that. Yeah. Uh, where we where we have the first eight minutes is a spoiler free review, and then after that we completely go balls to the wall, like spoilery. Okay. Like, I'll watch the
0: first eight minutes until I can, uh, until I've watched the movie, and then I'll watch the rest. Yeah,
2: yeah. eight min uh, eight minutes and sixteen seconds. Oh. I put it. Yeah, I put in a time code like thing. Oh,
1: good. So. Nice. It, good job.
0: So.
2: so So, when you see it, you can go see our spoilery review. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Yeah. Two birds, one stone, one video. Love it. (laughs) Uh, More ad revenue for us because we don't have any copyrighted material in it. So, good. Yeah. Uh, Else things. um, Been really busy uh, with my writing stuff for this fringe show that I'm going to be in. Uh, I still need to get some stuff done. i still trying to juggle that and work and and trying to be sane and looking after children and uh, yeah and and trying to get this house all sorted because there was a couple of things that popped up. It's like, hey, can you pay for this? I was like, fuck, okay, <laughs> we'll send it to our send it to our money broker. And it's like, hey, tell. Tell Commonwealth Bank to give us pay for this, and yeah, and just running around. We're 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 like the we're the second man. It's like yeah, uh, Simmons tells us to do stuff. We have to tell our our brokers like, hey, you tell the bank to do stuff, and then it just goes down the line. And it's, it's annoying. <laughs> don't don't get a house, whatever you do. Just no. don't I know. It, I know it's, quote-unquote, the Australian dream of owning your own house, but it's fucking awful, damn expensive, and it's just a waste of fucking time. But when we get into the house, I'm going to be completely different. It's like, why isn't anyone else getting a house? It's so easy. (laughs) I'm going to be one of them, and then I'll be voting Liberal. Oh,
3: God. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's great. So, Kendall, yes,
2: do you vote liberal? Mm?
0: I'm not discussing politics
2: on this podcast. But we just did a f- we just did a full thing of Captain and <laughs> the Winter Soldier. If any time to talk about politi- politics, it's that time. I
0: can talk but about anyway, I can talk about nerdy politics, but let's not. I'm not going into I'm not going into Australian <laughs> politics, um, but okay. but I am I am of the left leaning persuasion. If, if people are curious, just
2: ah, so you vote for hunters and fishers like me? Yeah, yeah. Bob Cattis party. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I just alienated all our American viewers. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care. And okay, or do I? that's
0: that's done. Show's done mm-hmm. Time to go home Thanks for listening everyone and, and that
2: and that Was a
0: podcast Was a called podcast Fred. Fred.
2: Fred
0: Woohoo Yes Remember to follow us On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter For future podcasts From Fred the Alien Follow us on our SoundCloud Spotify Apple Podcasts And for Fred the Alien merchandise You can go to our website Fredthealienproductions.com And follow the link To our red bubble Where you can get
2: Apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our unique Freddy Alien designs by talent and team.
1: UniBums incompetent gamers, a live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred plug.
2: Yeah, it was.
0: Yes, and I've been a candlewitcher.
1: I've been a full
2: And why are there so many songs about rainbows? Spagolista.
0: Aww. <laughs> oh. That song just makes me cry. Mm. And you've just experienced a podcast A podcast called...
2: Fred. Fred. Ah. ah. Yeah. I bet you that song made you cry. It's like, please, Michael, stop. It's <laughs> fucking annoying. <Yeah>. No.
3: <laughs> Remember Deep Beef? No. When I
2: I, I... I make you cry because I sing it because I got a very bad voice. Singing voice. No. <laughs> sing, singing voice. There you go, singing voice.
0: Fine. Fine. Thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Freddy's dead. And. and, and scene. Scene. I bet you Fully yeah. doesn't know what I was talking about.